All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Highfalutin Ski Bum Podcast, episode number one of six. It is your pals, Mario and Brian. What's up, Mario? What's up? We're back for another podcast. I, I can't believe it. It's like Christmas already. I feel like it's been a little bit of a uh, too long since the last one. We had uh, you were a little under the weather. Yeah, so we uh, we kind of scrapped the one earlier this week. But we are back with our pal Rich from All About Apre. Yes, tag team back again, baby. What's up, Rich? Yeah, glad you're back, Happy, guys. Good to be back. Yeah, you're you're uh, fresh off the slopes, right? I am. Yeah, where'd you go? My first uh, my first tracks of the season in this past weekend. Beautiful. Yes, we're at. It was a little aggressive for a first day, but that's the only way to do it, right? Yeah, first chair, oh, wow. last call, kind of kind of day. Beautiful. Nice. Yep. Where'd you go again? Okimo. Oh, Okimo. I like Okimo. Yeah. They uh they have a nice little media weekend that they run. They've been running for like thirty years. Apparently, our invite was lost. Um, it was like your spam box. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Ah, you know we get a, a, so so much of that goes into our spam box. Yeah. Yeah, we actually got something this week from uh, from Warren Miller as like a thank you because we did like the street team thing. Oh. They sent us a, a DVD of uh, the Chasing Shadows movie, which was like two years ago, which oh, was nice. awesome, and two women's large tank tops, nice. which. I wore the whole day. Extra schmedium. I don't know if it was tight <laughs> or just right, but I was rocking it all day and I felt I, pretty good. Yeah. I guess it probably depends on how many beers you have that day. It goes good with your man boobs. So. I felt like a sausage because like, the it was like sausage casing on me, like just wrapped in there really tight. But So you got to go with your robe hanging off of you and your, your, your uh, slippers and go down to the local deli. Hey, what's up? Forget about it. Or you just wear your sequenced... <laughs> underwear with the tank top and you uh just let them know yeah. what's up and goggles earn a little extra money as long as your sequence underwear is not in the wash of course it's like i have at least two pairs yeah yeah you know, that. costco do they, do they have to be washed that four pack <laughs> those have to be washed don't you just windex them yeah not for breeze you to go yeah, hang out <laughs> well thank you everybody for listening you can check out more information at skibonepodcast.com check us out on all of our socials twitter.com slash skibonepodcast facebook.com slash skibonepodcast instagram.com slash skibonepodcast our soundcloud that we never ever 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 update and did once as the highfalutins so with that we will kick it off as we always do it's time for our pray today all so right we kick it off what do you got so I'm uh, I'm riding the line. I'm riding the lightning today. I got a little Perrier lime. I got a little smorgasbord. I got a Monster Energy Perrier lime. Perrier lime, Monster Energy, the orange, uh, the juice one. I like that one. And a uh, little Dayquil. So it's going. <laughs> that's quite the, going pretty well. You know what actually? That's uh, quite the cocktail. You know what's actually really fun? <laughs> if you um, have any like Ester C or that? Um, what's the other one? That estrogen. Like, Estrogen. Estrogen. That's yeah. Emergency. What, emergency. That's oh, the one. Okay. Any one of those, mix those with vodka. If you, want. you have estrogen in emergency? Sometimes. It depends <laughs> if you get the estrogen V or the, uh, or is it emergency? Emergent V. Emergent V. Emergent V. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. You mix the powder with vodka and it's delicious and you get a buzz and you get healthy. Yeah. Uh, All right. You get your it's zinc or whatever's like in there. Very, really. It's, well, it's more like a screwdriver, I guess. Yeah. Or a, uh, you do a tequila, tequila sunrise, delicious. Which is better because tequila is actually paleo, and if you're on that, you know, paleo gluten free kind of diet, then vodka is not. Oh, uh, is it? Well, I guess no, vodka is not. Really? The reason being, although although all wow. spirits are um, through the distillation process gluten free, uh, 
I guess the cleaner of the spirits or the cleanest would be tequila because it's not actually made with any sort of grain. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little uh, tip. You know, Good to know. Pack abs kind of tip right there. Eight pack abs. This is why I don't have good abs. So I guess they should really... You're not drinking enough tequila. I'm not drinking enough we tequila. using more vegetables to make alcohol, really, is what you're trying to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, what's what the tequila's a anejo, right? Agave. Like, or agave, yeah. yeah. So what can you do with like asparagus? Asparagus, like tequila kind of thing. What about some of the, yeah, what about asparagus liqueur? Right. That'd be kind of cool. Delicious. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're, I mean, we're probably splitting hairs here how much better tequila is for you than vodka in the grand scheme of things. If you're mixing it with emergency, does it really matter? No. <laughs> Not really. No, if you're, I think if you're mixing it with emergency, you've got other problems, but. You help you sleep, right? That level that level sets it. It, it balances it out. It's the yin and the yang. You know, you're yeah. putting the yin inside the yang right there. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh All right, let's get back to drinks. What are you guys what are you guys drinking over there on the other side of the uh the coast? Earth? All right. So as I uh, as I did last time, I reached out this time around, I reached out to my good friends down at Good People Brewing Company in Alabama. Which is Alabama. the largest, or is it either the largest or the oldest brewery, or maybe both for that matter, in in Alabama? And they've got some great beers that I've I've actually featured in some of my stories. And they recently released their newest winter seasonal called Denim Downhiller. Nice. Uh, which apparently, and uh, unbeknownst to me, I don't know if you guys knew this, there is a ski resort in Alabama. Really? It is called um, Cloud Mount, I believe it is. Cloud Mountain Resort, I think. I'm gonna look up how far away from me it is. It's, it is. I think there's Cloudmont. Legit, yeah, Cloudmont Ski and Golfers. Right. I think there's legitimately two runs, two two trails, both intermediate slash beginner ish. And from what I've heard, because a, a friend of mine is is one of the people that works the marketing there, she was telling me that everybody down in like Alabama or Tennessee, what's, what's the one test? Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg. Yeah. Everybody Gatlinburg. down there skis in jeans. Urban ski weekend. Nice. Ski in jeans and starter jackets. Nice. So nice. as a, a, uh, a tribute to the Southern skier, they have, you know, coined this new, uh, brewed this new beer denim downhiller. So, I guess let's give it a try. Right? I love let's the design. I love the typography. It's yeah. like it's super classy, but like very uh, like modern. It's, it's cool. I was actually kind of hoping to see a picture of a dude skiing in jeans on it, but uh, I do like what I do like the the picture of it. Let's see what we got. What is this? That's only eight and a half hours from me. It I winter, think I might be able to make that. Eight and a half hours. Winter ale. Yeah. It's warm, toasty, nutty, and caramelly. Mmm. A bit nutty. Yeah. Let's all say it's highly sexual. Cheers. Cheers. Prost. I'm pros it. I'm pros it. Oh, I like it. It's fun. It's as advertised. Yeah. All I taste is orange monster. <laughs> uh, is your orange monster toasty and nutty? No, it's not. I'm not getting any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's um, no hints of, of pine nuts. It's and only about, what is it, about four, something, four and a half percent, maybe? Oh, you could bring that to Utah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they won't kick it out. Yeah, they won't. They won't throw us out. No, this is actually pretty good. Uh, this is nice. Does it even say what it is? They, I don't know. Somewhere they Denim. nailed it again. They did. Denim. So, well done. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm assuming that this is not. This does not go with like the whole uh, Trump skis and jeans bumper stickers that I've seen before. No. <laughs> probably more of a a tribute 
to the true denim skier. It's not like a uh, not an insult to whatever politician that we don't like on that day. Roy Moore yeah. teaches kids ski classes. Right. Yeah. Nothing like that. Alabama's been on the in the lot in the news this week. Yeah. You know? so, I, yeah. Well, I guess yeah. that's a good reason I brought it. Too. Ski Bama. Ski Bama. The there is a yeah, I'm trying to think. there's a slope limit of 275 people. <laughs> oh, is there? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Which that's is like um, on any run in Killington on Christmas week. Nice. So that being said, with the denim downhiller, um, I, as I had, I had mentioned on Instagram, I come bearing gifts for our listeners, for the for the listeners of the Ski Bum podcast. We'll run a little contest. I got uh, I got some nice swag from Denim Downhiller. I got a really really cool beanie, nice and, uh, a hat, both both uh, clad in Denim Downhiller um, logos, I guess branding. And and, uh, and hell, I'll even throw in a t shirt too. I'll throw in an all about operate t shirt for the contest. But you know why not? Look Boom. at that. Figure, uh, it's it's the holidays. It's this you know spirit of giving, and you know so we'll give we'll give some people a, you know some fresh new fresh new gear for you know. The, All right, what do they have to do? What, what they have to what do? Is, so, well, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a little review of the denim downhill this weekend on, uh, and I'll have it up by early next week, and then we'll we'll do a little uh, contest on Instagram where uh, they you know they have to like the post, you know like a, like the picture, uh, follow. Ski Bum Podcast and all about Opre and tag a couple friends and we'll we'll pick a winner and we'll we'll send it their way. I like it. Yeah. I like it. That works. Like I said, it's, it's the holidays. Yeah. We're always over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the well, second both times you've been here, there's been Christmas vacation quotes. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to expand my arsenal. <laughs> Here's the season. Here's the season to be merry. <laughs> This is good. I do like this. Can't even see the line, can you, Russ? <laughs> they they make their they have an oatmeal coffee stout that's that's really really freaking good. Is that like uh, a breakfast? Like the uh, uh, I like to drink mine for breakfast. Yeah. Do you? yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We were for that breakfast in uh, Vermont. Remember? Uh, oh, Brian? they had the um 14th star. Yeah, they had their uh, oh my maple. god, maple. Oh. So good, right? Was it maple oatmeal? This is maple oatmeal stout. Yeah, I drank mine and half of Mario's because he was driving. He's like, I can't drink a whole one of these. You were drive. full for days, probably. <laughs> the entire day, yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was a true full breakfast, complete we were breakfast. Full until Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good. good stuff. It is good stuff. That with a uh, stack of pancakes that hit the spot. See, that was a good thing. The pancakes kind of soaked a lot of it up, which was helpful. Yeah, I think I had it at like maybe 10 30 at night one night after. Ooh. Yeah, it was not the best nightcap because I had probably just. You know, gorge myself on a hamburger and French fries and mm. something else. It's kind of filled in all the holes. <laughs> it's like cement, packed tight, brutal, but delicious cement. <laughs> so we got one story that we're playing with here in the uh, at Prey world. Uh, so we've always talked about Tesla and all their cool little uh, innovations, but now they've announced these semi trucks a few weeks ago. And good old Anheuser Busch, that microbrewery out of St. Louis, Missouri, has announced they have ordered forty of these new Tesla semi-trucks, um, which is pretty cool. Now, I guess they have, the one downside of this is you never know when Tesla's going to actually build something and have it available, um, and they've got a pretty limited range. Well, they're too busy saving islands, I think, at, at the moment, right? They, uh, they had some, and Elon Musk had some bet with the guy in Australia about the world's largest battery, and yeah. they built that, and they're helping yeah. Puerto Rico, and they're yeah. doing the boring company, digging into the ground. So. I think it's awesome. It's all awesome, but we need to clone Elon Musk so we can actually get stuff done instead of just yeah. creating all these like 
beta ideas, which never get completed. We got to make sure we protect him. Like he's a, a national treasure at this point. Oh, he, he should have like 24 seven bodyguards right around him. Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. We're not letting him ski. He probably, sorry. Oh, sorry. he probably has like one of like the dumb and dumber like outfits, like some sort of weird, like red full suit. suit. Powder blue. Also, like the full like oh, like yes, uh, like a racing onesie a instead of a helmet. It's a top hat. That'd be great. <laughs> one of those big like skiing <laughs> helmets. You gotta that, protect that dome. Is that still in the Olympics? Speed skiing? Yeah. I don't know. I, no, I think like, they took it out. Like somebody they, broke they, every they bone in their they body. They took it out. They're like, this is trash. Like, yeah. This is dumb. This, <laughs> this is fucking goes. Where were they going? 140 miles an hour. Something, something stupid, ridiculous. Right? It was like the terminal velocity. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Don't they have it in the X Games still? What's that? The X Games probably has it. They still have it in the X Games. Yeah. I love these strings. These things are cool. I almost kind of want to drive one. Yeah, this is pretty cool. So uh, they've announced they're, they're going to buy 40 of them. And um, they usually have their entire fleet's about 250 to 300,000 big rigs. So it's a drop in the bucket of what they're using. But hey, you know, you got to get started somehow. And one of the things I was thinking about is they have, you know, they have the Tesla cars and then they have this big semi truck. They need like that in-between size for like the craft beer box truck. So think about like, you know, you see, like the Alchemist has that little truck because they're only right. delivering to you know, but twenty miles or whatever. One of those that could easily fit within the range of the uh, the Tesla truck. So I just hope they paint the Clydesdales on the side of the Tesla Anheuser Busch truck. At least you know, kind of stick with the tradition a little bit. Why don't they have some electric test or electric uh, Clydesdales? Tesla Clydesdales. I, right. Let's I mean, get Elon Musk on the on the show. That crazy Boston Dynamics company has those ridiculous dogs they're making. Those like robot dogs. A robot Clydesdale. Something like oh, these are, how about, these are fears. how about that robot that can like do the backflip? I don't even want to think about that thing anymore. It keeps me up at night. That thing's the hell out of crazy. Can you imagine terrifying. that delivering beer? You'd be like, I'll drink whatever beer you, you, you give me. Humans are replaced completely. That We're getting fatter and stupider, and these things are doing backflips. That thing's so scary as shit. But for now, we've got beer, so we're okay. They're like spider robots, like running around on electric, just fucking things up. It's going to be really, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> so... <laughs> Have you guys had have you guys had any Anheuser Busch Budweiser lately? No, no I wanted to actually try that Prohibition one. Did you try? Did you like the Prohibition one? I didn't try it. I, I was I was going to look for it maybe this weekend just to try just a bottle of it. Yeah, that's about all you can take. What's the one that Pitbull advertised? Mm-hmm. Is that Bud Light Platinum? Oh, I don't even know. I love how they take the Bud Light and they make it like Platinum or Ice or some shit. You know. I've never had Z- a Bud Zima back out. Person. Bud Light Ruby. You know, I respect the fact that they're the king of beers, but I've never really been a Budweiser drinker. Who's challenged them for the crown recently, though? Anyone? No. You know? You know, the quantities. I mean, my dad was a diehard, just regular Budweiser drinker. And so, that's like it was always around the house. And my ex wife, her dad worked for Anheuser Busch. She was like, oh, it was Anheuser Busch stuff. For some reason. I, my parents yeah. were Michelob, folks. Oh. Michelob. Michelob. I like Michelob once in a while. Michelob's Anheuser Busch, right? Yeah. Everything's Anheuser Busch these days. Pretty much. Goose Island's Anheuser Busch for, you know, it's, it's a shame, really. There's Avery. like three or four big companies, and that's it, right? Yeah. Avery I used to like Goose Island. I feel like the quality's come a little bit downhill since. Obviously. I just had the, uh, the Goose Island seasonal the other day, and it wasn't, it was all right. It wasn't that great. I mean, they always have those, um, those, the barrel aged ones that come out, Black Friday. Yeah. Those are always really good. Do they come out on Black Friday? Yeah, they come out on Black Friday. It's usually like the um, yeah the barrel aged um, stouts. I think 
They're usually really good. Oh, the Bourbon County? Um, Speaking of stouts, I saw Founders released their uh, Canadian breakfast out. The maple one? Yeah. Have you tried it? I have not, but I did Ooh, see it was released. The regular one is so good. Yeah. So, so there's that. Yeah. So there's that. They're not, they're not buying any Teslas anytime soon. No. <laughs> they actually got bought 30% of them as well, Founders, by some uh, a Dutch company or a I forget, I forget where they're from, but uh, the same company that just bought 30% of Avery had purchased 30% of Founders about a year or so ago. Wow. It's not Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> so could be Belgian oh, or Dutch. Do, is, it, is it Molson Coors? <laughs> it's not yeah. one of those two, no. <laughs> There's like three companies, that's it. And everything else is like little stuff around. It's kind of like the ski resort industry. Yeah, now. In like two years, it all, all of a sudden just like, well, we're, I mean, I, and I haven't heard any of the rumors yet, but I, I, I know that there's rumors that Aspen and K, the Aspen KSL, Nuco, whatever they're calling themselves these mm. days, has got some some big time resorts on the horizon that they're they may or may not be purchasing. I'm sure of it. In the I'm US sure or Europe, everybody's short list. Yeah, for the East Coast, yeah, yeah, Killington. But uh, um, it's actually the company that purchased thirty percent of Avery is a Spanish company. Maho San Miguel. Huh. They're yes, also uh, pioneers, really, in the beer industry, of course. The Spanish beer industry, yeah. yes. Do they make Estrella? Estrella. 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 Is that a Spanish beer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Gluten-free, I believe. Gluten-free? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Heineken's gluten-free, too, isn't it? If you is don't it? drink it. If you don't drink it. That's <laughs> one of the ones, the beers they say I've heard is gluten-free. It's, it's a good beer. I don't know. I have mm. no idea. Really? I'm a big fan I, of gluten. I, I'm a big fan of gluten, really. So, so good. I try not to drink anything that's gluten-free. Yeah. There's no gluten in this monster, I don't think. <laughs> no, there's other things in it, though. <laughs> it's like snake bones and... Yeah. Tritonanium or whatever that. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's uh, taurine in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's Crash that thing tub from uh, Hot Sub Time Machine? Uh, Tritonanium? Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, but what was like, the... Oh, the ingredient? secret ingredient? Oh, crap. I don't remember. Chernobyl. <laughs> All right. So now let's take our little visit this week. So Frank's being of the week this week. He's talking about the district edible gummies. So he's out in uh, Las Vegas apparently this week. Oh, he's in Vegas? Cannabis is legal in Nevada. So I'm sure he went to a legal store and legally purchased this product and legally consumed it. Wow. All right. So he's talking about, I guess, the ones that he sampled were the cherry cola sativas. And according to him, a 10 piece, 10 milligram piece had me flying high for a few hours, uh, which is pretty, I got to say, it's pretty substantial because we know Frank is a pretty, pretty highly tolerant guy. Yeah, he's got a high tolerance. So he's showing pretty Um, good with the uh, sativa (laughs) cherry cola edibles. So these are um, small batch. Uh, from scratch, made with uh, Organolab's premium activated CO2 cannabis oil. Yeah. So, the oil um, is good stuff, right? That's good what, yeah. 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 They extract it out. They have all these different ways to press it and to, to extract it now. Uh, they come in blister packs, three different flavors indica, sativa, and hybrid. So, they have lemon, lime, orange, um, Blue raspberry, cherry cola, strawberry, tropical punch, peach, sour apple, and watermelon. Mm. Who decided blue raspberry was a thing? Yeah, why can't you just do raspberry? 
What's wrong with raspberries? Is it because there's too many reds, like strawberry, cherry? Strawberry, cherry raspberry, gets mixed up with the two. Punch. Tutti See, fruit. they don't even have cherry. They have cherry cola. Cherry cola. <laughs> Why not just cherry? I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, maybe cherry cola tastes better in, in weed gummy form. Possibly Once they started eating the weedish flavor yeah. a bit, yeah. You got to remember, chances are they were high when they came up with these, <laughs> with these yeah. ideas. Yes. Just saying. We can hope. We, that's right. One can only hope. We got one story this Edi- week. Edible gummies. <laughs> next, it's the next frontier. So this came out this week, and we talked about Vermont and their their uh, attempts to legalize recently. Uh, but their new governor came in and he vetoed the previous bill. But now it looks like Vermont will legalize marijuana in early January. That's according to the House Speaker. It'll be up for vote in early January, and it's likely to pass. And this is actually kind of interesting because New Jersey, who has a new governor, is also looking to pass, to get cannabis legalized in January. So it's going to be a race to see who can get it in there on the East Coast because... Yeah, they're talking about passing or make it legal. Is Vermont legal for medical purposes? I think they might have medical, yeah. Yeah. And it's decriminalized, um, but they were trying to fully legalize it earlier this year. And it didn't. It didn't pass. It's a, yeah, it's a big race because of Massachusetts and Maine. Yeah, and Mass, whole, Mass yeah. is going to be legalizing it July first, and they're trying to push for uh, cafes as well. So oh, they wow. have a. They're, they're putting it. It just was announced this week. They want to have these cafes set up so you can just go buy it there, smoke it there. So you have, you have a place to do it because it's going to be still illegal to do it in public. And if you don't want to bring it home, it's kind of like going to a bar. You know, you yeah, go there. Nothing and says legalized marijuana like pot bars, really. It just seems right. like uh, the smart way to go. Yeah. You know, it's all self-contained and people do what they're going to do. Nothing says do. police profiling like a pot bar. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? Well, you know, Massachusetts, they're very, they're very friendly people up there, the cops. Very yeah. tolerant. But yeah, it's, a, it's like a mad dash. Everybody wants to legalize it right away. So they're talking about passing it in January or making it legal in January. Because that, that's always like they pass it and then it's like, well, it's not going to be legal for like two well, years. Well, it sounds like it's, well, if it I it correctly, it sounds like a, that this is different in the sense that it does not need a vote. Like they're trying to actually, the government is actually trying to do it. And um, then it's not having, so, yeah, it's not going to have a, it doesn't need to go to a vote because right. of the way they're, I guess they're. So if um, that's the case, then it, then I, I believe my opinion would be that it is going to be, you know, legal by then. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the way they're, uh, I guess they're, constitution is set up they don't need to have it voted on they can just have the uh, the house and the senate and the governor go through the the process and it would be legal so yeah it's going to be very interesting because again they had a, a republican a, de- a democrat governor before and then he uh was i guess his term was up and they have a republican governor now who wasn't sure what he was going to do decided to de- to veto it last year but they've made some changes to it and now he looks like he's comfortable in uh, approving so. Yeah, that veto was unexpected too. That was like a little sleight of hand that he pulled on everybody, right? Well, I guess he was kind of holding his cards close to his chest, not saying what he was going to do until he actually read through it. And because it was Vermont, the uh, what they had passed through the Senate and the House was a little too commercial man for him. He wanted to focus more on home growing and having that ability and not being so commercial. So all these people come over here and start buying their weed. So. Yeah, it'll be cool to see. Uh, yeah, you want to be able to plant it in your garden, obviously. That was right, part right of next it. next to the tomatoes. And next to your VW bus. Yeah. <laughs> it helps the soil. Just saying, it helps helps with the soil. You got to <laughs> rotate those crops, you know? Exactly. You can only grow so much kale. You got to rotate it. 
So yeah, Vermont is going to most likely legalize it. So we will keep tabs on that and keep you guys. See, see who wins the race, the, the race to uh, legalize marijuana in New Jersey or Vermont. It's uh, it's nice to see a race war with such positive outcomes. Yeah. At the end. So nothing better than a good you race. You think New York's going to jump in there and beat them all? They have, they pushed their medical. They have a pretty lenient medical program. Everything but smokable. It's interesting the way they did it. Wow. But yeah, they're gonna when when everyone starts seeing the dollars rolling in and that the the lack of of social you know destruction, everyone's gonna start getting on board. Yeah, so, only a matter of time. Let's go to ski news. Mario, want to kick this one off for us? Yeah, so let's get started with there's a pro skier that's trying to raise $5.5 million to run a Super Bowl ad on climate change. So Julian Carr, um, he is started this whole Kickstarter campaign. And uh, if you look at the uh, campaign, they, he has a lot of information that he's going to talk about. Um, and basically, it's uh, they want to just build awareness about how how prevalent this, you know, how real this global warming uh, thing that everybody's talking about <laughs> is, and uh, they figured, you know, <laughs> what's global warming? <laughs> exactly. Imagine um, Florida everywhere. That's cool. <laughs> all year round, Florida. Yeah. Hot f. Hot f. Uh, so they're saying, you know, why not run an ad during the Super Bowl rather than just have a a big corporate promotion? Have an actual promotion for something that has a big meaning for everybody on the planet. So. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't. I didn't check to see how much they've raised so far. As of yesterday, they had about thirteen thousand dollars. They need a lot more net to run a Super Bowl. They ad. need a lot more money. Yeah. Well, that's why they I mean, said. I love it. I think it's. I think it's great. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I just. Uh, I wonder. I wonder what. What they intend, the results to be. You know, because, you know, I think we all saw our families on Thanksgiving. And there's certain people in our families, speaking for myself, who have a certain way of thinking. And you could present them with hours of evidence and charts and information scientifically proven, and nothing will change their opinion on what they believe. So well, here's the other thing too, with a lot of people you start talking about it, and if it if it just snowed, they're gonna be like, What do you mean global you know, global warming? It, it's yeah, snowing outside. It's a foot of snow outside. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same reason when you get a warm spell at home, people forget there's still snow on the mountain, you know? Yeah. But. So again, I mean, it's, it's, I love the idea. I think it's great, but I, I don't know what they're, who they're, whose opinions are trying to change on uh, this. I would agree. I don't know what the end game is going to be or, or how successful such an ad to that, to that uh, audience, demographic audience, whatever, yeah. you're, you know, whatever you want to call so it. So they're hitting up the demographic that eats a lot of chicken wings and drinks a lot of beer. I'm just yeah. saying. Some of the most highly intelligent people. That That's we know. True. Yeah. <laughs> not that we're not jerk. Oh, we everybody watches the Super Bowl. There's got to be plenty of skiers out yeah. there who watch the Super Bowl. They care. Well, even in the halftime, there's a lot of people that watch it for the show and stuff like that. So yeah. th that's why it gets. Definitely That's have to I run know. it in the first half. Yeah, the second I, I, half, it's a blowout. Packers are in it, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's not looking so good this yeah, year. Yeah, not so much. Unless yeah. A.A. Ron saves them. Uh, Is he coming back? He's coming back this week. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, he's coming back, right? Yeah. Beast. They just squeaked it out last week against Cleveland. That was a wild game. Yeah, Hundley played Overtime. well. Actually, he's getting better. That little guy. Yeah. Um, All right, and then he should just put on the back of his shirt though. Not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> not Ar. Sorry, poor guy. Not Jers. 
So yeah, unfortunately, we got a little political this week, as we did with this pe- the previous story, and now this one. Um, there's been a our president decided that he was going to pull some of the lands that were deemed public by the previous president. So President Obama, back before right before he left office, he he um, had a, a couple million acres out in Utah, Bears Ears and Grand Staircase, Escalante National Parks, uh, and deemed them public land. And for some reason, our current president seems to hate everything that the previous president has done and is trying to undo it. And one of the things is this uh, taking away this public land. And I guess, again, I don't know the exact details, but is now allowing corporations to mine on this land. This well, is what just, was it? Did, did Obama, like, all of a sudden claim that they were public land and then he just rescinded it like right after i don't know what was the timing was on it they weren't they weren't always public land were these not uh, executive orders by his signed by him late in his presidency right, right, right at the end of his yeah. presidency yeah so they weren't public land already though but. yeah and i think it was originally it was a uh it was part of like the conservation land foundation so um, it was you know they they deemed it to be so it's set aside originally public, oh yeah it was set aside what, for public right, land so what what what's What's the uh, the Trumpster trying to do here? Like, what? Why is he? Like, why can't it be public land? What's his rationale, or does he not get one? Which is usually the case. He um. Or did he, he send it out on Twitter and we just missed that tweet? Well, he's saying yeah. more. It's like government land that they can contract it out to people to mine and stuff, right? Is that kind of what's going on? I think that's really more what it is. Yeah, there. Because again, it seems like. So I guess it's the use of it instead of it's, it being, and it's yeah, it's going to be you know access to, to corporations now who want to mine or, or you know pull stuff out of the land and not have it be available for you know just you know to kind of walk public. and take in the beauty of of actual yeah. place like a national park where you just right. God forbid yeah nobody drills or mines yeah don't they have enough garbage dumps in Utah Nevada what is, anyway? so what's and oh that's what it is he withdrew the monument status which opens the door for drilling and mining what's Patagonia's okay. role in this I, I saw Patagonia well Patagonia they're one of the ones that are I think they took out an ad or they set up their website they don't want shit about this they're the first ones about the whole outdoor thing right they well, part there. of the outdoor retailer thing that happened earlier this year, the outdoor real, uh, retailer show that's been in Salt Lake City for right. the last 13, 15, 20 years. Yeah, because all these big, you know, Patagonia, Arcteric, Black Diamond, they all said, you know, if they're going to do this to Utah, if they're going to pull this land, we're going to go somewhere else with our, you know, our show. You know, right. you, they're showing that Utah does not care about people who are, are outdoor enthusiasts. So we're going to find a state that, that supports us. Right. So that's why I moved to Denver next right. year. Because they were, uh, they all these big companies were pulling out and not going with Utah. So now, Utah is kind of following. I mean, I don't know if Utah, the state, can actually do anything about it, or if this is because it's a, a national park. It's a presidential order, and the uh, national government controls that. But um, now, yeah, people from, I guess, Republicans from Utah are saying that Patagonia is lying to you. Is is Utah predominantly? Like, is it a red state? I think it's a very did, yeah, it's a very conservative I think they state. They did yeah. vote. Yeah, they vote, voted for him for Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't know, I just saw Book of Mormon last week, so you, I have a really skewed vision of Utah right now. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off, like a light switch. <laughs> yeah, so it's getting a little bit ugly now. With you know, it, and again, you know, depending on your point of view on what you support, it's easy to frame your argument and call the other person 
they're trying to manipulate you. It's it's fake news. It's a lie. Yes. Um, but so they whenever take I see away a the politician, the public, they're just reusing it for something. They're changing the use of it, right? Right. That's what it seems like. Yeah. It's not like they're selling the land to corp- corporations. They're they're giving them permits to go dig and stuff in there. And it's not like Patagonia like owned the property beforehand, and you could only use a Patagonia product when you were on this land. And it'd be funny. Think Patagonia of like doing something where they're just essentially trying to market to you know to wealthy people to try and buy their stuff. Part of it, yeah, that's which, what they're saying. Uh, which, quite honestly, I don't think they even need to because the wealthy people are going to buy their stuff anyway. Like, it, I think they're at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are again. You know, I, I'm taking it from an outdoor enthusiast point of view, but it seems like the, uh, the politicians' arguments that Patagonia is trying to hijack your beliefs and the public land so they can sell their stuff, right? Be a little bit insane. Yeah, you know, uh, they don't really need to. No, people are gonna buy their stuff, and their stuff's actually really good. Their stuff is really good. Yeah. Imagine if you went hiking and they stopped you and they said, "I'm sorry, you're not wearing all Patagonia stuff. You're gonna have to leave." <laughs> Then I would understand the argument against Patagonia. That would be pretty funny, but I don't think that's happening. (laughs) But yeah, so now it's getting a little bit ugly here, and it's it's been ugly for a bit. And I, my biggest problem, like I said before, my biggest problem with this is our current president trying to just undo everything that was done before him. You know, by Obama. Again, I'm not a big Obama fan, but the fact that Trump is just so egotistical and arrogant that he just, and it, it all stems back to that. Was it the White House uh, press dinner where Obama said to, like made fun of Trump and said, oh, you'll never be president or something? And it seems like everything that Trump has done from that point on is to just undo and, you know, trash everything that Obama has done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it seems super juvenile. From that but, moment on, he knew he had to ruin his legacy. Yeah. So it's almost the Trump like, story. Is this really that important to him and to anybody or is it just him just being a dick? Hashtag dick. That's what I don't get. Like, where is this all stemming from? What is so important about making this land available to these corporations to uh, to mine and yeah. dig? God forbid, maybe he puts on some hiking shoes and actually hikes. Too He's dirty. The most fabulous <laughs> hiker <laughs> in the world. Dad, losers. These mountains are huge. They're huge. I couldn't there. walk up them. These hippies smoking their cannabis. If they I wanted to, I could be the best hiker, <laughs> most fabulous, luxurious hiker. Why isn't there Trump marijuana yet? It would be the most luxurious, fantastic marijuana in the world. <laughs> anywhere in the world. Get you the most baked. <laughs> the most it baked. all makes sense. <laughs> you try it, it makes sense. Completely. It's the most <laughs> mellow, most baked. The bigliest bong. <laughs> it's the bigliest bong. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> you know, again, it's a slippery slope that could possibly be happening here if they're taking away land in Utah. Who's to say they're not going to take away land in Telluride or, you know, Jack? Newark. They take it away in Newark next. All these ski areas are please, on national please, land. Please take <laughs> please it away. Just Newark, Canada. I got a, I got a list for you. <laughs> a couple spots. Yeah. That's right. There's a few, uh, was it Grove Street, the one that I got stuck on? <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, Grove Street in Irvington. Yeah. Oh, man. Ooh. That's Ooh, not where you want to be. Yeah, that's not where you want to be. Not a lot of dreams coming true on that street there. That's for sure. Let's just say I was uh, breaking a lot of laws to get the hell out of there. Just riding up on curbs. It was bad. I'm sure the laws you were breaking were far yeah, far cry from the laws that were bro- being broken regularly. I was, ac- I was actually at, at that point hoping I got pulled over because I'm like, at least I'll be with the cops. <laughs> police escort? Yes. This is a police escort. They're behind me, but they're escorting me out, out of here. 
Yeah. All right. So All right, next story, up. I mean, we really haven't solved anything. We don't know what's no. going on. Of course. It's just it it sucks that you know the direction that things seem to be going with the uh, public lands. So. Well, I'm sure I'll forget about it in a week when another football player kneels down or something. That's true. Or you know, or or maybe he wants to argue with Levar Ball some more. Missiles are fired off. Yeah, that's right. Korean Sea. Well, right. this is going to start soon, so that's going to that's true. Crush, crush yeah, everything. That'd be interesting, Time. actually. It's oh, going to crush everything. All right. So next up. Next up, we got uh, the art of the turn. So this was a uh, a video and a contest that that Brian dug up here uh, from Solomon TV. Um, it's a really cool uh, video, and it shows a bunch of um, I guess X and and hopefuls uh, for Olympics and for. Uh, slalom and downhill uh, just out there just getting some turns in and it's pretty cool looking uh, if you watch the, the video the photography is fantastic in it yeah I mean and they talk about just like gliding down the mountain and carving and and just the feeling you get and it's it's really cool I've only been on uh, carving skis probably for one trip of my life and that was in Italy and I tell you what it was freaking awesome I was on these uh, atomics carving skis they were, they were just they turned on a dime. It was great. Just zipping yeah. right down the mountain. We kind of talked about it before when we were discussing, uh, you know, the uh, the podcast. And uh, you know, you look at the video, and it, you can definitely tell there. I mean, it says Valdezera, but it, it looks so European yeah. there. And uh, they mentioned, you know, when they when they did this, like you know, <laughs> they mentioned that you know what most of skiing is turning, and you know, a lot of these ski videos, it's all like. Oh, we're helling out of Alaska. We're launching off these spines and, you know, there's avalanches. And here they're like, well, this is like the pure essence of skiing, just enjoying the turns and right. feeling your body and the weight move and just, you know, feeling like you're, you're flying. It's, they uh, get out in the morning, they say. They get the first, you know, first run on the corduroy. And yeah. they have that picture. I mean, the guy is pretty much, his, his torso is straight up. His legs are, are way out. And his butt is like barely not even touching the ground, but it's oh, like form is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. I, you know what? I wish I could get that low. I haven't <laughs> been that low. That was probably about six years old. It almost looks like he's crashing. That's what. But I then when you watch the video, he's like, f- he's just flying down the mountain. It's pretty. You know, it's cool. always funny. Like whenever we used to have the GoPros going, you think about like what you look like when you're, <laughs> and you watch the video and you're like, oh, I, I look like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the Dave Chappelle, like what you think you are when you're drunk. Everything is better in slow motion. Oh, the slow motion. That's what it is. The, the slow motion. <laughs> Everything is better in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, it's funny though. I, there was a, I, it was going a while back now, uh, maybe a year or two. It might have been in Ski Magazine about carving turns. And they said something like maybe 10% of the skiers that actually ski carve, car, actually carve their turns. Really? Yeah. Most people mm. get their turns. There's a skid and slide. Which you, which if you actually, if you look at it, if you look at it, it's not, it, it's, it's not false. It's definitely true. Most people skid into their turns hmm. and then change in turn. You, I, I get that. You tell people you should drive your your tips in, and and they're like, no, what are you talking about? It's like, well, if you're carving, you gotta, you know. Right, and and the, like, the thing is too, like, I think people use their turns to kind of slow themselves down yeah. regularly and 
in actuality, you should kind of be maintaining your speed through your turns and, and kind of using them to kind of get you into the next one. It's more like almost like hockey stopping into things. Right. That's exactly. Yeah. But if you look at it, and a lot of people do that. A lot of people really, really ski. If you, I actually read the article and I was like riding the lift up. I'm like, oh, that guy skids his turn. Oh, that guy skids his turn. <laughs> huh. you know? so, That's pretty cool. But they, no, they, they certainly don't look like the dudes in this in this video. Yeah. It's yeah, actually sick. I gotta look out for that next. I never, you yeah, never if you, really it's, thought it's about it. It's pretty wild. Yeah, but when That's you see a, someone just carving perfectly, though, I mean, it's just, it's, it's truly art. It's beautiful. Yeah. But I tell you what, though, it's like you know, you you go like I was renting skis. I was in Italy. I was like, you know, just give me the best skis for for the terrain. And the guy I didn't know, he's like a, a World Cup, ex World Cup skier, and he was like, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I want some fat skis or whatever. He's like, No, no, these are the best skis. And they these, you know, nice slalom style atomics. And I was like, all right, I'll try. If they suck, I'm bringing them back. What's well, so part of it too is we're so, we're, we have such like fat envy now. Like we all want like the bigger, <laughs> fatter skis yeah. that we're yeah. like, oh, we're like 78. What the hell are we doing with these? Exactly. But I, I, uh, so I got on those and I went out the first day. And I'm like, these are freaking a lot of fun. I had so much fun just on the groomers on them, just flying down the mountain. I was like, yeah. these, it was cool, you know? Definitely, definitely something to try. When I, I had a, I actually had, I, I did an interview with Eric Pollard, like, I guess it was a year ago. And I had asked him cause he was, he does, he snowboards and skis. And he said a lot of the stuff, the innovations that he brings to his, uh, his concepts for his skis all came from snowboarding and that surfy feeling. And, you know, the direction is that everything's going to get wider. And one of the questions I posed to him was like, yeah, you know, or because he said it like makes people better skiers, and the question I kind of followed up with was, is it actually making people better skier, a better skier, or is it just making them look like they're a better skier? Because they're uh, not changing their technique or anything. The ski is just making it easier for it's you. Doing to Doing more of the work, yeah. Right, it's doing more of the work for you. Exactly. Um, in reality, that you know, no, they're not really better skiers. They're just, you know, it's just easier for them. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's interesting. I actually so, just I skied this weekend on a a pair of uh, skis that were sent to me, the Sago, Sago skis are uh, tater tots. Oh, how'd you like them? Oh, They're so awesome. Really? And I'll tell you what, the like the snow conditions were so not conducive to these skis. Uh, the first day was all man-made snow. It snowed overnight. It was much better on Sunday, but wow. um, getting out there on them, I, I got to say they handled, they, they handled really, really well on snow that I did not think that they, could or should handle well on how wide are those things i don't know the exact they're they're, they're definitely the fattest pair of skis that i own they're i, oh, I have boy. a pair of line bacons and they are fatter than the line holy bacons. cow yeah. all right wow at what point do you think we're going to be all skiing on snowboards <laughs> yeah because they're getting so wide it's like it's almost like all split boards we're all on split boards at 108 wow yeah they're they're wide 108 underfoot yeah, yeah. They're, uh, but they were fun. I mean, it, like in the it, where the snow was really like where the snow was, you know, let's call it good for this time of the season. They were they were pretty ripping. And then you know there there got to there were times where like the, the chunkiness of the of the the snow on the on the hill was just like whoa, a lot of chatter. But yeah, you know, when yeah, in the areas went on the trails that were really that that were really good, they were fun. They were really really fun. Nice. Yeah, I know Lindsay Dyer is a. Uh, she's a. She's sponsored by them. She's got her own ski. Big Lindsay Dyer fan. 
they're a small ski company too, right? They're su- yeah, they're small. They're just kind of, but you know what? They're getting a little, they're, they're starting to get a little recognition. It's funny. Nobody out here has, has ever seen or like, they're like, Where, what kind of skis are those? Yeah. I mean, I brought them in to get my bindings mounted and they're like, never even heard of this. Did company. you make these? Yeah. <laughs> you ever <laughs> yes, heard of these guys? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, don't you own a ski shop? Eh. <laughs> I mean, my, my garage. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, they're fun. All right. Well, speaking so, of Lonzo Ball, so the opposite of the art of the turn, Lonnie Ball. This is uh, from LibTech. Put this out this week. Lonnie Ball, the first person to ski Corbett's Couloir, and uh, this is a pretty fun video. It's only like four minutes long, but you know he's in his seventies now. He's been skiing for sixty plus years, and uh, yeah, he is a. The first person to have skied Corbis. So they sat down Ever? and had an interview. Ever. The first on record, I guess. Yeah. Did not to discredit Lonnie Ball or anything, <laughs> but did anyone see the the TGR where the the dudes mountain bikes went off the cool war with mountain bikes? Insane. Uh, <laughs> there's no way that they had any control over those bikes. None. It's it's it was ridiculous. Complete lunacy. You're like, well, there's a there's a 50-50 chance we might really not make it. Yeah, yeah. So this dude here, how old is this guy? He's like in his 70s now. Looks great. Yeah, right? So on the video, he actually says that um, he he did it by accident. So he <laughs> he was working there, and he went out with the, a friend of his, and he went out to the Kolar, and he said the um, the, uh, the the peak, the, uh, you know, the cornice broke off and threw him into – into the Quillar and he skied it down and he said, just as that was happening, there was a tram going across and people saw him. They were like, somebody, you know, somebody skied it. So he didn't want to admit he did it because he was afraid he was gonna get fired. So he said it was about three weeks later that, um, they kind of figured out, they deduced, they were like, it was only him and another person that were up there and he was the only one with a red jacket. So they were like, it had to be you that, that skied it. So he admitted it and he was like, yeah, and they didn't fire him, but, uh, he was known as the first one to, uh, to ever ski it. So now I, so I guess my question is, yeah, if, why isn't it called balls cool war then? Well, it was already discovered. That's why it was discovered. He's the first baller. That's Corbin. why. He's the Rutherford, first baller. Either of you guys skied Corbett's Cooler? Looked at it. Looked at it. Yeah. It was technically closed while we were there. I've so met, I've met a lot of people that have looked at it. Yeah. Saw somebody fall in Jackson Hole. So our our I've only bud, looked at it in video. Well, Frank and our our buddy Frank, who's the uh, star of the Frank and Bean segment, he yeah. was there this past year and he actually did it. Nice. Now, look at that. Oh God. Just launch right in, but uh, he uh, he said he was there like the perfect week. They had like so much snow. He's like it was it was so easy to drop in. He said it was maybe like a seven foot drop, and then uh, because wow. again, well, part the of the thing. problem is that that first that great first, turn. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's the first drop. Yeah, because you got that you, the rocks got the wall on your left. We have the, the turn enough yeah. enough an area where you can make that right turn, so you can kind of go up that other wall. Right, that's where everybody shits. It's all up. rocky. Then you're. You I actually almost arrow. feel like. Hucking it off the cornice is probably the easier. It is. It, you know, it is because you're missing that whole awful turn you got to make. Right. Yeah. Right. If you just huck, huck and talk, I, yeah. You, know. <laughs> you should just yeah, launch right off the top. Hope there's, and just hope there's a, a, a <laughs> ass load of snow. Yeah. Just hope you point in the right direction and just, yeah. just launch. 
Uh, it's funny though. He said, he's like, yeah, you know, he thought it was a big deal. And then he's like the next year somebody did it and they did a flip into the, the Kular and skied it. So he's like, yeah, he's like shortly after he did it, like tons of people just totally. And he even said he's seen people um, go, I, I guess they did one with snowmobiles jumped off it. Oh Jesus. Oh my God. So, <laughs> I'm sure there's all sorts of crazy permutations. Of I wonder stuff. if anyone's done that with like a razor scooter. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Monoski? <laughs> Razor scooter off I'm of it. I'm pretty sure Hansel did, actually. Hansel. It's so hot, it's so right, hot now. right now. It's so hot right now. How Monoski? Monoski the Monoski Palooza. That's the... Uh... Riding around on your scooter thinking you're so cool. <laughs> yeah. There had to be. Uh, so Monoski the Palooza, they had it at uh, Jackson Hall. That's the video, the DVD they sent us from yes. Warren Miller. That's that that one. That was oh, is it? Shadows, which has the uh, Monoski. Monoski Palooza was at Jackson? They do it every year. It was... They have, but they always have it at Jackson. I think so. Oh, okay. I was on the impression that it was, it was at different places. Oh, is it? Maybe. I, I could be wrong. Um, Derek uh, Debris, owner of Canyon Pass, which is an awesome outdoor retailer in our in our town, uh, is a mono skier. Really, only one I've ever met actually. You get and into mono. Could be, I could be, could be wrong, but I, I thought it was at different places. Oh, you know what? You are absolutely correct. And it looks like Monopalooza. Well, I guess this past year, updated for 2018, it was in Utah. So they did it at Thursday was Canyons, Thursday Canyons, Friday Park City, and Saturday Alta, oh, right. and Sunday Snowbird. So they did yeah, it. Huh. They did it big all over. Huh? Palooza. We There's, might have to start a. Uh, um, what's the other little ones? The uh, snowblades. Snowblades. Oh Snowblade Palooza. Snowblade Palooza. Did, did you ever see the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you ever see the video that Ski Vermont put out? Snowblades are banned in Vermont. Mm. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Yeah, I got to look that out. So funny. People are like, really? They actually <laughs> thought it was a law that was banning snowblades. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, which God. they should, actually. There'd be seven sad people. Yeah. I got to say, though, in the last yeah, five years, snowblades. everywhere I go, the last five years, everywhere I go, I've seen somebody on, on snowblades. Yeah. Yeah. I think my buddy actually ripped his knee up on those stupid things. Really? Yeah. Really? I talked to one dude up in at Mount Snow a couple of years ago who was riding them, and he's like, "Yeah, they're great in the trees." I'm like, "So are real skis, <laughs> freaking ski." Yeah, isn't it like running through yeah, the I trees? I kind of feel scared on them. Yeah, they're just not long enough. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what about I a mono like, snowblade? Like just one ooh. little like a skateboard. Yeah, you're it's like, like your <laughs> your feet together. <laughs> it's like a lunch tray. You're just like lunch going tray. Down. Just, just go Stay down on lunch. Speakers to your lunch tray and just go. No, you got to do the free, like the the freeboarding. <laughs> that was one of the coolest things in the um the latest Warren Miller movie was those dudes doing the, the surfing, like the snow surfing. Yeah, that was so cool. That was pretty wild. They call it what freeboarding or free no, um, pal surfing. Pal surfing, yeah. Pal surfing, yeah. There's no but, way in hell they could do that here in the East. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine all the oh, ice. That, that would be awesome to watch, though. <laughs> watch them try. That. I want to see them go down like Mountain Creek. Yeah, ripcord. You know, oh, yeah. on, on the back back side of Mount Snow, icy as hell. Nice and icy. You know, and uh, under under powder, you know, they're powder, powder surfing boards. First turn flop, splat, don't Ova- ovation with like solid ice. Yeah, like ov- ovation's brutal. There you go. Oh, just yeah, my my wife actually when she was my girlfriend at the time. She, I don't know if she, I don't think she was my fiance yet, but she we were at Killington and I took her down ovation. And uh, I'm pretty sure she, she you know, she's a snowboarder, so I'm pretty sure she went on down it on like literally down it on her butt and like, you know, 
put her hands down and kind of slid down mm. and she's pretty good. She's a pretty good snowboarder for whatever reason. Ovation just gave her a hard time. So she's like, I swear to God, if you take me down that again, I'm, I'm going to, <laughs> and I'm like, there's something right. about that run. It always gets icy. And sure. Sure enough. I made a wrong turn and we ended up on ovation. <sighs> and now she's your ex-girlfriend. And now she's my ex-girlfriend, but my wife of 12 years. So <laughs> there you go. So it worked. It'd be said. <laughs> she fell for the trap. That's that. That's right. Next up. Yes. Take it. This is a good one. So Alaska just got buried, man. Five days. What did they get? 10 feet of snow in five days. So this uh, Snow Brains is talking about, they're actually, I guess, uh, covering the Black Ops Heli in Valdez. And um, they they have the uh, totals of the snow that fell. And it was like 15 inches of snow in the first 90 minutes. Um, Stupid. That's just ridiculous. That's crazy. That's the first 90 minutes. And I they're saying... One and a half, 1.7 inches every 10 minutes in an hour and a half. That is nuts. So they're saying uh, Thompson Pass, which I guess is right near there in Valdez, uh, ended up seeing 40 inches of snow in the first 12 hours, 52 in the first 24, and 120 in the five days. That is so awesome. It's crazy. That's a snowmageddon right there. I feel like we might get something like that this year, Brian. What do you think? I believe we will. I, I went to Advanced Auto Parts last Saturday while it was snowing down here, and there was maybe two inches of snow on the ground. I am like a like a six year old who you just had, had school like canceled. Flip flops on, probably. I was so happy. <laughs> I had the biggest smile on my face, and I hold it off this old kind of like grumpy looking dude. He's like, "This fucking sucks." <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, why are you living here? 2014 Central Life. And maybe you're not crushing life. I don't know. Like, he was just a sad person. Know, and he just couldn't appreciate it. I was so happy. My neighbor and I, when it snows, <laughs> we we uh, get out there and you know we tell our wives that we're going to go shovel all the old people out of the their driveways. And there's only nice. all, but one of them on the neighborhood. <laughs> and you know, we pretty much spend three hours drinking beers outside in the snow. Uh, <laughs> delightful. It a little is, shoveling, a lot of drinking. Like I said, uh, as I mentioned off air earlier, I, I every once in a while I get that snowflake in your beer. Ah, uh, it's like magic, right? It's just delightful. It changes the flavor of the beer, doesn't it? Um, crispy. Upgrades it. It's like getting pulp. You it know? is. It's it like is. Oh. I like my orange juice with pulp. So I, you Big know, I, and I like my I like my IPAs with snowflakes in them. It's kind of like a constantly frosting glass, right? Perpetually frosting yeah. glass. Ever yeah. frosted. Ever frosted. It's ever frost. Glorious. So right, one so thing they're saying about this snow, they're saying it came in a wet, heavy uh, situation and it came fast. So they're saying it's setting up for like great conditions for that, for all of Alaska right now, that whole area. So Alaska is looking beautiful and Denver is getting no snow. What? Colorado's yeah. a mess Colorado right now. Colorado and Utah have nothing. There was, I saw a picture of Park City today that, it, it looks it looks like my backyard, quite honestly. See, yeah, that's the rub with going going anywhere. It's like you know, especially out west. It's it's been hit or miss. Like last year was was great everywhere, but with La Nina, they were supposed to get hit again. But I guess uh, maybe it's a a delayed could be late delayed response. Well, January like the first or second week, there's usually that that big frost uh, defrost in in the northeast, right? Yeah. So we got to see fine. if that comes. Got to wait that out. Well, they, I don't know. I think, we, I think we got a good season coming. Knock on wood. I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling. So this was a pretty cool story I found on Vermont Ski and Ride. They were this. talking about Vermont's new backcountry, Glades, Huts, and Ventures. And this was pretty interesting. Um, you know, I know 
Rich, last time you were on here, we're talking a lot about like some of the other, the, the Southern Vermont mountains, you know, right. magic Stratton down there. And, uh, I loved seeing that Magic and Bolton are going to host a series of events to introduce the public to the backcountry. So they're going to have nice. three race series events that will kick off in December with an uphill event with a twist. Um, and then they're doing uh, events every Sunday morning. There's going to be two-hour intro, backcountry intro classes, and then half-day group backcountry ski tours on Sunday mornings. Um, you know, Magic has always done some cool stuff. I don't know who owns them. Is it are they separate? Are they own? It's actually a group. It's a. I don't know the actual name of the group that owns it. I know the president's name is Jeff Hathaway, but they are is that Ann's father. Um, <laughs> I maybe I, and I mean Ann looks a lot better. I, not that Jeff's a bad looking guy, but Ann's pretty. Hot. In relation to Berkshire, um, Berkshire Ann Hathaway, but nonetheless. Um, yeah, they, it was, it's basically like a group of locals that kind of brought, cool. bought, bought it over. Because they're like the only ones up in the up in Vermont that have the, uh, the uh, what is it, the um, the magnetic badges or whatever to go through the gates. With the RFIDs or? Yeah, RFID oh, or whatever. Oh, they do? Oh, Kimo and Stowe have them. Oh, okay. Kimo oh, just. They have a little ticket. Not, are you sure Magic has them? <laughs> Magic had them years ago. Really? Yeah, that's why it was always when we were up in Mount Snow. Magical. The guy that uh, ran the house, he'd go to Magic. And he was like, "Oh yeah, they have the, the those badges. They've had them for years." They're like, "What? Nobody else has them?" So. Yeah, no. Okimo, Okimo, and Stowe definitely have them, and I think there's somebody else I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, Ever since we talked about that, I keep looking for land in Londonbury, and like you can get a house, like a four bedroom house, like 150 grand. Oh yeah, no doubt. I'm like, this. yeah, uh, it's. Dude, it's on my it's it's on my to do list. Dude, I, I I think I wrote it down. Did, was I write that down last time? Nice little studio, solar panels. I don't need much of anything really. Growing weed. Yeah. Bitcoin mining. I just need like a trailer. Boom. That's about it. More importantly than the backcountry uh, stuff at Magic, they are having a party. I believe it. I believe it's a New Year's Eve party. Uh, it's, oh wow! It's not New Year's Eve. It's New Year's. It's it's if it's not New Year's Eve, it's the thirtieth. But what's what's intriguing to me is that they're having a Galande quaffing competition. Galande quaffing. I think we've talked about this before. And you guys, yes, yeah, I saw you posted that on uh, Instagram or something, right? Oh my god, (laughs) I was yes. You have to to explain this to people now because this is pretty fucked up. Galande quaffing is probably the greatest (laughs) opera ski game you've never heard of. It's um. You you have to you have to kind of you have to kind of Google it to really get the full effect. But ultimately, it comes up right away. You just do Galande and it comes up Galande Quaffin. You 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 throw the beer, you catch the beer, you drink the beer. It's really simple. So you have to basically slide the beer down a, a ten foot table, and the, your partner catches it, pounds it, and then replaces you, and you replace him. And there's like teams of four and everything like that. And there's a whole point system and like if you like catch style them, points, right? You catch the mug, it's a point. If you catch it by the handle, it's two points. Like the first round, you just have to catch it. The second round, you have to like do a, a 360 and catch it. Um, but I actually, I had never played this game until maybe two weeks ago. I was actually filming something uh, for something that I'm trying to hopefully get involved in. And I was like, let's try this. So I, I got my neighbor over and uh, we we started sliding beers down, down the table and, and catching them and, and slamming them and it, was, it was really fun i mean you could get really fucked up playing that game 
Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice uh, double IPA, some heady toppers yeah, well, in there. Well, that's the thing. We had no like light beer. So like oh, the first no. time we did it, we were, we're, we're, we're chugging <laughs> IPAs. And I'm like, <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah. and then I happen, I happen to find a lager somewhere like, buried in triple like, IPAs. Like, like, they call it ginger beer. Thank so God. Much, so much easier. <laughs> This is but such yeah, a bad idea to do this with it. But uh, you know, so that we're like, you know, we're sit- we've done this now. Him and I are sitting down, and we're like, you know, who can- who else can we get on our on our on our four man team? And you know, we got to enter the competition. Like, we got to go. You know, we got to go to Worlds and, and all this stuff. And, <laughs> That's right. Because we'd have we'd we'd, have, we'd now had three beers in twenty minutes. And this sounds like beer fest times like over the top. Yeah, it's so <laughs> yeah, times over the top. I'm reading, I'm on Facebook and I'm I'm reading it and and I found out that. Uh, Magic is having this big party, and and there's going to be a Galande quaffing competition. Is wow. it a qualifier? If it's a qualifier, oh, you just, if it's a qualifier for the nationals in Jacksonville, I'm in. It's like you American Idol. You got to win like the, uh, the the regionals first. That's right. You got to be like the the dark horse that wins some obscure competition and some mountain, and then you go to the big leagues. Yeah, like dodgeball. Dodgeball. <laughs> and quaff for the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Oh my god! Ready, quaff. Uh, I but nonetheless, I I highly recommend you try it. It is a fun game. And where did this this start in Jackson Hole? Yeah. So as the nice. story goes, the, Lonnie Ball start Corbett <laughs> after the first Lonnie time. Corbett came up with this game. <laughs> now, as the story goes, they, the first they, they were getting dumped on, and and they weren't really skiing, so they were in the bar, and it was late at night, and they closed the bar down, and there were just a few guys left in it. And the bartender slid the beer down the bar, and the guy let it let it fall off the bar, and he caught it. And as he says on the video, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> Thus, the game was born. Nice, so, but you can't do it again. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, awesome. it's definitely uh, it's definitely fun. I like I said, I think you get pretty messed up playing it. But you guys, yeah. I I highly I recommend if you haven't. If you you gotta Google it, this guy here, he's great. What's his name? I don't know. Wade, Wade McCoy. McCoy. If you have, you gotta Google it. It is it, the video that powder. I guess is is it ski dot com or is ski, it this is ski dot com. All right, yeah. so ski dot com has, but it's a powder video. All right, yeah, it's a powder mountain uh, powder magazine video. Galande, G E L A. You gotta watch it because some of the tricks that these guys Quaff. do, yeah, uh, insane. Absolutely. They have the picture with the uh, where they set the table on fire too, and they throw it there. The best is when they do like Polish horseshoes, and they the the guy the the Polish guy, horseshoes. Yeah, they slide the um they slide the beer down. The guy chugs it, puts it on his head, and then the his partner throws a frisbee from the other end of the table and knocks the beer <laughs> off his head. Get it's out of here! Unre- it's unreal. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Apparently, and apparently you get you get style points. So like if nice. you you know the the crazier crazier your stunt can be, the more points you can you can earn in your round. Damn, here I am at work and these people saw, are practicing this. So one video where a guy actually took the snowboard, put it at the end of the table. So as the beer came off, it slid off the snowboard, oh, and he flipped it up. His partner caught it, chugged it. Then they slid another one down, and he he slides the he slid the beer up the snowboard. And then kind of balanced it out and chugged the beer while it was sitting on the snowboard. Nice. I just coming up in this phenomenal. video here, right? You know That's what? Wild. Do you ever regret college going and getting a I, re- I regret not there doing this in college. Oh, beautiful. 
Yeah, I kind of regret everything. I regret all my regret, life choices since uh, 18. I regret not being a professional Golandic whopper. Yes. I seriously. wish I had started training when I was younger. Yeah. I miss my calling with beer pong. Used to just play darts and yeah, <laughs> I mean, one of the one of the rounds you have to like kind of like catch it between your legs and like you have to kind of lick lift your leg up and catch it underneath your legs, which I was trying to do. I can't get my leg up high enough. Mm. You know. <laughs> It's like I'm going to go yoga class all summer so I can stretch out enough for my Galande quaff. Do they think they offer? Do you think they offer yoga for Galande quaffers? Uh, they're going to start now. Though. They are. Yes, I got to talk yeah. to my friend. She's uh, she's a yoga instructor. I was Galande quaffing all last night, and my balls really hurt. <laughs> that actually makes sense. Just just I'm getting like pounded, that. getting pounded with beer I got all a night. Shirt idea: quaff till you drop. I like it. Oh, there's there is a Galande quaffing shirt in the works. Nice. It, it is in the works for sure. I have it. I have it all. I have the I have the uh, the concept all drawn out. Written. Quaffing. Quaff. It's a fun word to say too. Yeah. Quaff. How about you have to have a quaff to play quaff? Yeah. Well, Galande means like earth, like world in German. Like the 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 G wagons they call them Mercedes the yeah. Gelindewagen it means like the kind of like Earth Roamer vehicle uh, yeah this you is break it up the bong. he hits the bong right <laughs> this is awesome takes a shot and then chugs the beer from the oh, bong phenomenal <laughs> this guy I tell you people you have, have to Google this Galande quaffing the 2015 national championship we'll put it in the show notes this is just too good not to yeah. this is you know, yeah, some magic not only are they doing great things with with backcountry skiing and, and touring and, and, and everything like that. But they're also the first East coast place that I've seen with a Galande quaffing competition. Yeah. Nice. Which truly endears them to me. It is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. You know, next week, mountain Creek, <laughs> <laughs> the Creek open. I don't even think the Creek's open yet. Dude, magic opening tomorrow? tomorrow. No, Saturday. 16. Open Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I did see, I did see a lot of, New York State slash uh, Massachusetts, like like uh, Catamount and those are what is that? What, what, is Catamount, New Hampshire, or is that New York? Catamount is, is in is uh, no, it's got to be Massachusetts. It's by is it? or not? Okay, I, I can't think of the, the name of the mountain range. The Berkshires. Berkshires. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Berkshires I and Hathaway. That's kind of where. Here it theme. is. Here's the ear. Just boom, knocks it right off. Frisbee. Unreal. Oh, one try on well, so, one, one try that we saw. In the yeah. Video. One try in the video. Uh, <laughs> it's like 16 marks across the his face from welts on his frisbee face. welts. <laughs> frisbee marks across his face. Yeah, but no, I, it looks I did, great. You did see that the Southern Catskills are actually starting to open. So who knows? Maybe the Creek will be open soon. Creek it up. It's going to be really, really cold. So it's true. They're going to be blowing snow. Quaff it up. Creek. Quaff it up. Ago? Christmas was like 65 degrees up here. It's the uh, worst. Yeah. Mario, I, I know like you remember because we did ski bum week the week before that and it was a disaster. Ate a lot of goddamn ice cream and drank a lot of beer. We drank so much oh. beer. <laughs> I got to show you the pic. I got to find the picture of that. We, 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 instead of skiing because there was no snow anywhere, we ended up just doing like beer runs. Oh, I think you told me that. We had two cases of Sip of Sunshine, two cases of Heady Topper, a couple growlers of Hill Farmstead. Oh my God. Um, it was magical. It was I, I magical just, ice cream and beer, like ice cream always to me signifies the end of the night. Yeah. There's well, like no beer to follow. Well, it was funny because I took a picture of Superstar and it was the Friday before Christmas. So it had to be like the 20th, 22nd, whatever it was. And that was the run they were using for the, the Women's World Cup. Right. 
And it was so that was a month after the World Cup because that was in thanks yeah. Thanksgiving weekend. It was completely green. There wasn't a drop of snow on the entire really? run. It was the that best part of that whole thing. Superstar not to have a snow on it. That's bad. Yeah, it was so bad. I mean, super superstars just like a winter wonderland. All the, the best part of that is there's no snow and they were still demoing skis. So we we're like, let's take out some demo skis. <laughs> yeah, those stupid castles or Kessleys that I demoed. I was like, I don't know, they're not mine. <laughs> let's take those yeah, out. It was. Oof. <laughs> I mean, the last run you took down. Because again, there's only so much of the mountain that was open. There was the canyon part, and then the part to get down to the uh, the K1 Lodge. The last run, it was like skiing on chocolate mousse because there was like a little bit of oh. snow, but a lot of dirt. All and it smelled like mud and dirt, like it, it just looked like chocolate mousse. That's the yeah. only thing I can I can was, relate it to. Or duty, it sucked. <laughs> or or duty, perhaps. When duty calls. When, when duty, duty calls. calls. Call of duty. Um. All right, next up we got the Army. They wore, this is already passed, uh, uniforms honoring the World War II's uh, 10th Mountain Division versus Navy. So Army-Navy game, if anybody uh, didn't see it or didn't see a replay of it, uh, they're really cool logos that they wore on the helmet. The You know, they had a uh, really nice tribute on the shoes. Um, but the best part of the game is it snowed like crazy for that awesome game. awesome out in the snow, yeah. right? It was awesome. It was a really good game, too. It was a phenomenal game. Yeah. They said probably the best Army-Navy game ever, and then the snow, and it was pretty cool. So I'm sitting there, and uh, we're we're at Okemo, and we're kind of between, like, we're getting ready for, you know, we had just come from Opera, and we're getting ready for our dinner that we got to go to, and I'm watching the game, and there was, like, a screen, you know, a screen a shot of, of one of the Army guys in the helmets, and I'm like, Oh, this guy's got skis on his helmet. It's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And I had no prior <laughs> knowledge to this. So I scream into the room. I'm like, Mars, I think I, I think there's skis on these guys' helmets for Army. And she goes, nah, they're probably swords. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're skis. And I'm looking and, uh, you know, sure enough, like they, they, they were skis. So it actually came up at dinner and then that, that kind of shed some light on the whole situation me that it was to honor the 10th mountain division but i had no idea and then i just thought it was so cool i was like oh skiing and armies you know i'm rooting for army and and because my grandfather was in the army uh in in world war ii in italy oh, wow. and and i'm like oh awesome they got skis on their helmets too I, it's pretty more. cool they got the panda like the the logo on yeah. there they had the skis on the shoulders like it, it was so cool and the fact that it snowed i yeah. mean how perfect is that yeah it was pretty awesome yeah did you did you did you guys happen to read the article speaking of the 10th Mountain Division and and skiing and the military? Did you happen to read the article? And I think it was Mountain Division. I think it was ski. Um, I think it was Ski Magazine that there's so the journalist that's with so apparently the Arctic is is melting at a rate that's like seventy percent quicker than Big the, news. than the rest of the world. It's totally not true. <laughs> But hypothetically speaking, if that was the case, as this journalist was suggesting, um, there is kind of like, I don't want to say an arms race, but a, a race to kind of claim land up in the Arctic so that yes. you have a base and, and whatever. I think Vice did an article on that. Pretty Vice recently. did a huge thing on that with uh, Russia and... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Russia Russia's kind of up there, you know, because you know they're not imperialistic or anything. But they're up there, and apparently they're trying to, you know, 
claim land north, uh, you know, in areas where of the former Baltic states like Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania, and such. So the U.S. has like gotten like the U.S. is the only one that's got no base up there. Mm. So they're up there like trying to on this scouting mission with the with this and the journalist is like covering this whole story and they're they're on this cross country ski escapade and the whole story I'm reading it and, and the journalist is like all right I passed this guy and I passed this guy and I passed and I'm thinking to myself I'm like what the hell is this guy like what's this journal like, is it a race like am I missing something here like why is this journalist trying to you know outdo our military it turns out that. <laughs> You know, and a, and a journalist was like 55 or older or something like that. It turns out that he wasn't really trying to outdo the military. He actually just did outdo the military because we don't, you know, whereas the 10th Mountain Division uh, back during World War II was focused on training the mountains, training in the, the actual mountains in the snow. Now they're focused more on training in the mountains of like Afghanistan mm. or, you know, something like that oh, or yeah. Pakistan or, or anything. So there's really no concentrated special ops for snow condition um forces so hmm. you know the he, i guess the, the the premise of the article was that there was a concern that he you know here here i am as 55 year old card carrying aarp you know um, <laughs> guy and, and and i'm i'm whooping up on the you know the, the 10th mountain division military you know guys in in the arctic over here and that um this is this is obviously such a crucial thing for us to have a, a, some sort of base or holdings up there and that we kind of better, you know, change some, you know, or at least devote some sort of focus to it. Or just melt all yeah. the snow. Um, if we melt all the snow, then we won't have to worry about that at all. Well, right? Yeah. I guess. Because America. It's happening. America. Yeah. I don't even know. Well, how would that, why would we melt snow? Does that even happen? I'm sure we have a way to do it. <laughs> I mean, does the, the, is, the vice thing that was on was really cool. I don't know. Maybe that's why Trump's taking that land back. So yeah. we can come up with new snow melting, oh, snow melting technology. technologies. There we you can go. put it up north. We can that's just what it is. Russia out. Elon Musk is going to build a, a tunnel and a solar panel array to melt the snow quicker, and then that's drain so it awesome. out the tunnels. Right. <laughs> that's 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 the secret thing. That's Elon's plan. There you go. Elon's plan. All right. Another good story. This is from a uh, from last week. They're the folks up at Sunday River. They do a uh, an eighteen. This is the eighteen annual Santa Sunday that they did, and they raised twenty five hundred bucks for the Sunday River Community Fund, which is awesome. They, nice. um, so there was a requirement here: you had to donate at least fifteen dollars to the fund, and they had two hundred and fifty slots, um, and they filled it up within ten minutes. So the requirement was you had to have full Santa gear. Full attire, including hat, beard, coat, belt, and pants for your day at Shredding the Slopes. So 15 bucks for your lift ticket, you know, minimum 15 bucks. Have your full gear. They had 160 Santas show up nice. and down in one group. And uh, they ended up raising about $2,500, which went for, for Toys for Tots. So uh, a lot of kids will get some, some great Christmas gifts because of that. And cool. pictures are so cool. I mean, you just see like just dozens and dozens of Santas cruising down, you know, boarding, skiing together. And uh, it's pretty hysterical. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this was also in Ski Magazine. Was it? Yeah, this was yeah. on December 3rd. So it was a little bit earlier. There's a couple of places that have like a Santa yeah. uh, ski. I, I, uh, I'm just looking because I did something on my site the, about a week ago. 
for Colorado and I see that Crested Butte had a Santa Santa ski last weekend as well that included a bar crawl. Oh, Oof. so it turned into Oof. a SantaCon. Yeah, Santa it turned Con. into Hoboken uh, SantaCons this weekend, Brian. Really. Yeah, Opera Opera Santa Ski. Have you ever encountered SantaCon in the city in New York? Um, I try to avoid the city on days. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's well, a lot of drunk Santas. It's yeah. it's a mess. Yeah, it's it actually. NJ Transit actually sent out like a notification, like there's no open alcohol on the trains during the yeah, weekend. Yeah, I saw that this week. Yeah, this year they did that. They banned the open alcohol. Yeah. Well, Hoboken has this weekend. What's that? So where Hoboken is this weekend, I believe. The SantaCon? I got an email about it. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go to it. You're going to fly up for it? going to fly up, just do SantaCon and head out. Dedication to, <laughs> dedication to the game. Partner. You're going to go all pit bull in your private jet. That's right. I'm in like a red tuxedo. <laughs> break out the uh the costume and yeah it, it's gonna be crazy i'm sure oh, i believe you, shit show is the proper term you miss hoboken for those events right st patrick's oh, day God, and santa con what team is in there uh, for st patrick's hey, you day have, have you experienced st patty's day in rumson yet i have not all right it's not bad don't sell us short really it's fun yeah I mean, oh. the parade. The parade goes like right there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, Hoboken was a little different, right? There's a lot of puking Hoboken, and SWAT teams were there. People were like pissing yeah. in public. This is, and... Yeah. This is a little more uh, human. What the right word is human. Is human. <laughs> a little more human, <laughs> like non-animals, like no human. human. <laughs> our first Hoboken, our first time in Hoboken for St. Patrick's Day, the apartment across the street from us got they got busted by ten fifteen in the morning. There were wow. 70 people that were like pulled out of the yeah. apartment because they were they were finding people 2500 bucks for house parties. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was insane. Bunch of animals. Yeah. But animals. shout out to the Hoboken Ski Club. We love you guys. <laughs> love you guys. Those guys seem great. <laughs> they were great. I, I only follow them on Instagram, but they look like they're always having a good time. There's there's some good people in there. Yeah. Yeah. Also some douchebags. Not you, of course, listener. There's some good people though. <laughs> like shout out to Kevin, our boy. If you're listening to us right now, you're not a douchebag. Hey, Kevin, congrats way. on the engagement. So Yeah, congrats. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout out. All right. You want to finish it up? Uh, I don't know what's next. I think we're uh, ready for the uh, main 25 topic. 25 best gifts for skiers this uh, season. Oh, okay. There's some, I good got, here. there's some good gifts. So um, this is from uh, Snow on the Snow. Scroll down and to where uh, all that Aubrey stuff is. You know, is that twenty six? I want to. I wish I had someone in my life who was like, "Hey, Brian, do you need a six hundred dollar Arcteric jacket for Christmas?" And I would say, "Yes, new friend, I would love a six hundred dollar jacket for Christmas." <laughs> is it coming, mauve? What you know? What's crazy is like when, like, some of these these gift guys are great, but you have to have a range. Seriously. Yeah. It's all over the place here, but it's cool to see the products out there and the styles and all. I mean, yeah, exactly. Those, by the way, those Zeal Optic goggles are sick. Are they? I have them. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. I just got some new. I see those Oakley fall lines. I love the Air Blaster Ninja High intensity pink. Ooh, high intensity pink. Skeeta is no joke. I do like Skeeta. It's a great company. She's pretty cool. She's a pretty cool chick too. Opera accessories. I mean, really, like why? They must have forgot. Now, I, as a, as someone using a cold store right now, I got to tell you, this is one of the greatest inventions ever. Hey, not for nothing. You see that cooler there? I do. Is that a Yeti? The Yeti Flip yeah, 12? Yeti. 
Okay, because this is not a Yeti and it looks exactly the same. The same company in China makes it all. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Outer I, box I do say I have a Yeti and Yetis are pretty awesome. They're ridiculous. I, I had a, a refrigerator problem and where my the just thing just stopped working and it was right around the time that a Yeti was delivered to my house. Mm -hmm. Oh, get out. Yeah, Perfect timing. I took I took all the stuff and put it in a Yeti and it actually lasted through the weekend. It's incredible. Wow. Yeah, yeah they just nice. they're insane how cold. I mean, they're made for like fishing trips where you you yeah. know, you catch fish and you want it to stay cold for it's, it's amazing. A couple days. Yeah. These are um these are great though. I like the uh the Merino Ninja suit ninja suit. Do you have one of those, Brian? Did you buy one? Um I did not unfortunately. I thought somebody we knew bought one of those. Uh, yeah, the ninja suits, yeah. they're awesome. Yeah. It's starting to get now. I guess like the, I was I was talking to Andrea about this and she's like, well, how about if you go to the bathroom? But I guess the way they build them, there's like, it's like 350 degrees so you can like unzip it. Oh, nice. And like take it off so you can actually, so, you, so as a woman, you would like unzip and then pull it up and you could squat and go to the bathroom. Huh. As a dude, if you had a duke, you could do the same thing. Wow. Like, it like zips all the way around. I think we're uh, so far beyond my, my pay grade. I got my two-piece last time uh, last year from Tipsy Elves, the uh, Bodie Miller one with the gold medal. Did you, <laughs> do you rock the one-piece for them? Uh, it's, it's a two-piece, but it looks like a one-piece. It's pretty okay. good. Yeah. yeah my, my buddy rocks the one-piece from them, the onesie, uh, the highlighter yellow and pink one. Uh, oh, they have nice ones. Yeah, they put oh, the yeah. neons on sale yeah. once in a while. He said that, like... Going to the bathroom is is easier than you would you know, would anticipate. Really? really? Yeah. Well, well, again, no. But like, you just go right. Make this list. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who's this list for? Really? You don't unzip it. You just go right. That's well, the best way to do the, it. The zipper apparently goes down pretty low. Oh, that's cool. And it's kind of like you. It's like the pole vault, really. You like <laughs> yeah. pole vault it out. Jesus, take the wheel. So look, Brian. They have the roof racks here. That they are the stick on. Roof racks, right? Who is buying someone a roof rack for Christmas? Uh, kids gear. There you go. Snowshoes. 24, 20, what the hell? Up oh, for your dog. The Kurgo Surf and dog. Turf Coat. Random radness. Mm. That is, you know what? That would be awesome to get the, uh, the Zwick Mass Transit Kit. It would be awesome to get and... a shirt from All That Opera. I mean, that would be so awesome. we're rolling into the uh, main topic honestly, here. You know, roll into that. <laughs> I know people were buying them for gifts on Cyber Monday, so I don't, I don't know how this didn't. I mean, I got a dog running around here with like some kind of silly thing on. What the hell does that have to do with skiing? So God, what do you God. have on your? So what do you have for sale on All About Opera? Because uh, I think our listeners want to know. Uh, I'm trying to think. The, the 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 hottest the hottest shirt that we have is the one is the it, it's a pint glass. On the front, and it's in word. The pint glass is shaped by words, and it says, "If you don't operate ski, where you ever really skiing at all?" Which, mm. if it doesn't get deeper than that, I don't. I don't know. Uh, That's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's that is pretty heavy. But I mean, it's the answer is obviously no. Like, so but, we're talking about some sort of like a barbecue or like chicken wing. No nacho gloves. Last time you were on, yes. nacho gloves. What's the progress of the nacho gloves? Brian wants to we're know. We're getting That's... demand. We're getting emails about nacho gloves. Um, yeah, often Brian, but uh, I have man. to sit down with my with my team on that one. <laughs> so those nacho yeah, gloves are they going to be like silicone? The other one that's really popular is the First Tracks Bloody Mary shirt. Uh, that's yeah, the, that's a pretty popular one there as well because 
I mean, sometimes first tracks and the Bloody Mary are one and the same. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. If you don't apray, that is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a fun shirt. Do you have it in like uh, a deep V? Ladies hot chocolate. I like it. <laughs> like ladies a man. The hot chocolate shirt is pretty popular too. Yeah, it's cute for a nice little lady. Put that on her. So, and then if you're into Stranger Things or Operate Ski Things, we've we've got a shirt for that too. Nice. I was so funny last year. I was out at like I was <laughs> at, I was out in Park City, and I'm wearing the the first tracks Bloody Mary shirt. I'm walking through like the Waldorf to breakfast, and this guy is just staring me down like. <laughs> looking at me relentlessly, you know, like, what is this guy looking at? Eh. And then sure enough, it was, it was the shirt that I was wearing, but ah, uh, I like the, um, the St. Bernard shirt. The St. Bernard's cool, man. We did that. So when I kind of, yeah. when I rebranded this summer, I, I wanted to try to appeal to more than just a hardcore and humans. Yeah. We have more humans. <laughs> um, so I included the, the, uh, you know, the, the St. Bernard because, What's what's not more iconic than a Saint Bernard? I think the graphics on it though. It's kind of like and not only that, it has a barrel of alcohol around its neck, so it appeals yeah. to really everyone. Or it could be emergency in vodka or emergency in Perrier lime. Yeah, or denim downhiller. Or a little, mo- denim little monster uh, orange juice. Yeah. Could be monster orange. Yeah, I like these. Gotta get your holiday order in. Yeah, yeah. all about com if you want to check out Rich's site and all their uh their shirts and they got hoodies. They got long sleeve shirts. There's a lot of really cool stuff in here. Um, the American flag is cool too. Right now, and we're gonna, gonna roll out another one soon. We're gonna roll out some new stuff probably probably within the next week or two. So we got obviously some great stuff already, but uh, within the next, you know, by I'd say by first week of January, I'll have another one or two items up there. I don't see any do rags. Do rags. Um, I'm just, again. I'm sitting down with my team for that. Uh, you know, Focus right, groups. Yeah. So, yeah. Do rags and nacho gloves. Oh, We're going I, silicon nacho gloves, so nothing sticks to them, right? So <laughs> you say do rag. I say you know. Skeeter. Don't rag. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> so now this That's meeting event this past weekend. So you're up up at Okimo. Yes. And uh, so so what was the uh, what was the vibe like? Like, what was the event like? Um, they do a phenomenal job. I, I like they, you know, I mean, the mountain is it the steepest mountain? No, it's not the steepest mountain. It's not the, you know, you're, there's not the crazy stuff that you're going to ski, but it's a fun mountain for, you know, for cruising and maybe working on those turns that we were talking about earlier, learning how to actually carve. Yeah. But uh, what I think they do really well is their, their, their food and beverage scene, I think, is is if if it's not the best in, in Vermont, it's it's definitely up there. There's no question about it. And definitely that Jackson Gore side is like really awesome. Well, the Jack, that's and where that we just that's where opened, we ended up staying, right? The, yeah. That last week, yeah. Jackson Gore actually opened yeah. for Friday, so it was great. It was ski and ski out. And did you stay in the Jackson Gore? Oh, park yeah, then? yeah. We always oh, stay. Nice. Yeah, we always stay in Jackson Gore. And this this was this time we actually got to take advantage of of staying in Jackson Gore. So we, you know uh, we have breakfast. We usually I. <laughs> My, my one, my one friends are, they're, uh, they're intense. They, they run a, a website called family and they are like, I would, I, you know, you know what, follow them, follow them on Instagram and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. They're at family ski trips. They literally go everywhere. They're somewhere like every weekend and it's, I'm, I'm not talking about somewhere small. They're, they're somewhere big every weekend. Nice. So, like I get up there Friday night. 
And I, I you know, I, t- I immediately text him like, you know, we're, we're at the Killarney, like, come on over, have a beer, you know, oh, the Killarney. Yeah, we were there a couple times. That's a great spot. Good spot. Yeah. So my intention was to have some burgers and, and beers at the Killarney. And then I was going to go hit Tom's loft, which is like one of my favorite operating. That's bars. the one right next to the mountain. That's right? the one the right next to the mountain. mountain. Yeah. It's, it's honestly my favorite. If it's not my favorite, it's, it's top two. And in love, love you mean in, or in, in everywhere? I love, really? I love Tom. Wow. It's, it's just got a, it, it's, it's got a good feel to it. It's got a vibe that like, it, it's kind of, it's kind of well, dingy, but it's, but it's still got like, it's, it's regular people. Well, it's know? cool because like, it's really the only spot you can go to right off the mountain, right off the mountain. Yeah. That's I mean, not there's the a Jackson bar. Forest I think there's side. a bar in the lodge there on the base of Okima, but I don't yeah. really know. But it seems like everyone who kind of wants to go and experience the Apres ski scene is going to go right yeah, there because right you can tops. just walk right to it. Right. Off the mountain. Uh, 100%. Yeah. So my intention was to go from Killarney to Tom's that night. And I, you know, I texted with my friend and I was like, all right, I'll have, you know, I'll meet you at breakfast then like eight o'clock. And he's like, no breakfast at seven 15. We're on the lift at seven 45. I was like, what? Like you're an animal. Like what the hell? <laughs> and he Perfect. goes, well, I don't expect Mr. Opry ski to show up, you know, at seven 45. And now I'm like, well, now Bitch. I'm showing up at seven 45. <laughs> like I'm not going to call me out. Yeah. yeah. Call me out. So, like that. Sure enough, I was, you know, I think I got down to breakfast at like seven seventeen, and they were already like finishing their plates. Gee, wow. you guys are nuts! So you know, I sucked down a few cups of coffee, had a you know breakfast of bacon, and we were we were on the first lift. You know, paleo, for sure. yeah, paleo bacon and coffee that works. <laughs> and uh, but we so we skied we skied a ton, man. We skied from like you know seven forty five eight o'clock. I, I stopped for about a half hour, went down, and actually got my wife. She came out. Her and I skied. And it was, I mean, we were basically lapping it. There was no one there. How much of the mountain was actually open? They had thirty some odd trails they claimed open. So like a quarter or third, maybe. Yeah, about a third. I would third. think maybe a little mm-hmm. less than that. Oh, okay. So, but like I, World Cup, like all those ones. In the World very Cup top. was open. Yeah, World mm-hmm. Cup was. Yeah, all everything off the Sunburst Six was open. Yeah, and then there was a lot of stuff leading into the Solitude Lift. Okay, but again, those are great runs. You can just for doing that like, sounds like a good amount. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. So uh, I got to think of the name of it. Like Screaming Demon, I think is the bottom of Heaven's Gate. So Heaven's Gate to Screaming Demon was really, really nice. And exactly what you were describing, like those nice carved turns, like GS and it's turns. steep and it's just, yeah. yeah it's, so oh, ready, beautiful, ready sure. Um, we're going. But yeah, so they put on, the, so we go to our luncheon at, at around noon and Epic, the food at Epic is so damn good. And it, it's it's always been good. But like, I know they made some adjustments. Like it's, I, I've never, oh, here, sorry. No, I got uh i've always i've always enjoyed my lunches at epic this year was better than ever really chicken and waffles um i had uh, grilled these like gourmet grilled cheeses with tomato soup um like an ahi tuna slider uh yeah they epic is that in the jackson gore like that no this is actually at the mid mountain is that new or is that always uh, it's been there for a while that's it yeah Uh, they had build your own foe like (laughs) wow it was like build it actually was listed on the menu as build your own vegetarian foe. And then it was like add-ons, pulled pork, beef <laughs> short ribs. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Beef short ribs. Yeah. Oh. Build your own vegetarian beef short rib foe. So uh, I did. It's fofo. Yeah. Fofo. But yeah, it was really good. And then we, again, we hit like, you know, we're there for like an hour and a half. And they talked about the snowmaking and laying pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are the intricacies of laying pipe and blowing snow? Okay. And, that still uh, doesn't sound better. 
<laughs> Tell me more. And then we got so, out there, like you know, we were back out there, and we skied like another. We skied hard for like another two hours, and you know, some people did their own thing. They went through, you know, hot tub. We did the mountain coaster. I don't know if you ever done the mountain. Oh, coaster. I saw the picture you posted. No, that. the mountain coaster is cool. so much fun. However, uh, you know, word to the wise: if it's snowing out, wear your goggles. Oh yeah, yes. That's a good I made move. the mistake of not wearing my goggles Ooh. on Saturday, and it was snowing, and it it really hurt. I, oh. I actually pulled my 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 hat down <laughs> over my face. Well, that was almost like when we were in a in Ishkil and we did the death sleds. Yes, and they're like, make sure you wear all of the ski gear you would wear during the day because because we were out in uh, in Austria and they do like a night the death sleds they call them. Yeah, and they give you these little sleds and you pretty much go from the middle of the mountain all the way down at night. Oh jeez, that was a real deal. It wasn't like you went on like a little bunny hill. Like some of these, they take you out and you go down a little. You went like down half the mountain. Blue run on sleds, and there Ooh. was switchbacks where there was just like you know drop off cliffs with no netting, no anything. And we were drinking blackberry schnapps, I think, on the way up. And it's dark and it's it's yeah. it's intense. I mean, they they the guy handing you sleds is like. Go in there, turn, don't turn, I don't care. No, no, he's got a cigarette just hanging out. He's handing out sleds. <laughs> yeah. like, There's no safety precautions. Sorry. There's no waivers. There's just, if you die, yeah, no my problem. If he so, dies, some dies. girl asked him, like, what do you do with these? He's like, takes a cigarette, like, go down. <laughs> it was, it was like, just, let me do the, the minimal possible because I don't give a shit. And he just put a cigarette back in and he just started handing out more sleds. And then by the end, you saw people just like – because bloody and there was a uh, there was a there was an actual road it was a street and then there was the truck that got the sled so some people didn't see the road and actually hit the road the sled and like flew off of it awesome. it was an active road like there were cars yes bingo bingo <laughs> now mario you had a pretty nasty incident when you were uh somebody decided to stop at the switchback and i wound up like just hitting into them with my shin Ooh. and yeah, it left a nice deep gash in there. There was a lot of blood. I bet blood. you that felt good on your ski boot the next day. Oh, yeah. Well, luckily, I was wearing my ski boot, so it was just above it. So I was like, all right. Uh, they recommended wearing a ski boot. You actually, it was better to wear your ski boot. You wear your full gear. Break. Okay. Yeah. And you actually it was, needed it. Was it was insane. It was crazy that this was legal. I'm like, they would never allow this in America. There's uh, too many goddamn lawyers. Yeah, exactly. It was the bet. That's awesome. funny. <laughs> When when we did it in Italy, Italy was pretty funny because um, we all drank. You know, we were, a bowl of macaroni at the bottom. No, beforehand they take you up on these on these snowmobiles. They take you up and you go to the warming hut. Now we drank before, thinking we're going to get there and just get on the sleds and go. When we get there, they have like some little hors d'oeuvres set up and like wine and like uh, grappa and all this crap. So like, no, no, this is all for you guys. So we drank more, and then we went down. It was pretty bad. Oh That's God. where somebody somebody scratched up her face, and another girl broke her hand on that. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. And those were different. Those are like the plastic, like that you can't even control. So you're trying to control them with your feet. That was pretty bad. And that was pitch dark, pitch black. I think I have video. I think I GoProed our uh, part of that ride down. They're exciting, but it's they're always really dangerous. It was, it was the scariest well, thing we did. I will say this: this is way that that seems less more less controlled than the mountain coaster, which is basically <laughs> connected 
to a track yeah and you you can pretty much push it down as far as you possibly can and you're not coming off the track lawyers yeah i mean you're not breaking your hand or your face or no, no. hitting your shin um yeah. darn it but where's the fun yeah, I don't know. Well, the fun at, was afterward uh, at, at Tom's Tom's loft, which I you know what, there was not going to be a weekend where I was going to miss. Yes, yeah, so you went the second day, right? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I went Saturday night, yeah, or Saturday afternoon for Opre. It's funny though, and I, I just posted this on my Instagram today. While we're there, we were talking to a group of people, and yeah, you know, my my wife who really doesn't want to talk to too many people uh, other than me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this one guy who was clearly hammered um i was talking to this actually nice family and uh this guy starts chatting her up and and you know he's telling us how the soul of mounts oh, excuse me soul of okimo drinks at at tom's so i i i was like <laughs> i kind of agree with him like I, you know like i get i get where i get what he was saying you know and so I th- I started to think about it like well, what are some of the other places like where where's the soul of your mountain drink like where where are those other places at other mountains you know it's it's kind of an interesting thought like one of the things I know we I talked earlier I think before we started was the Matterhorn at Stowe I think the Matterhorn would be a great example you know I I kind of think yeah, yeah I mean I know that's that's the spot to go yeah. you know it's the first spot you hit when you come down the mountain road. Yeah, you know, coming off the mountain. I think, I think it depends on the people and maybe the time in your life too. Because like Mount Snow, there was that one place that you liked, which was the uh, they had all the craft beer. The Station Tap Room. The Station. I love that. See, place. I would not say that's the soul of Mount Snow. Definitely though. not. I that's think cousins. Is that's the soul. cousins. Ascot. Yeah, Mount Snow. <laughs> but everybody goes to cousins, right? It's like that's the big hangout. Cousins is a, is a, it's a bit of a black hole. You go and you just don't see. Like, I just, pre- just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. You know, yeah, see, you I prefer the fancy douchebag, you know, kind of like snobby part yeah. at the station tap room because their beer selection was just off. It, the it's hook. phenomenal. I'm not gonna lie, and yeah. I, I do spend probably one one opera ski day a weekend at the tap room. And if you get a sunny day and that little you know that little deck is open yeah. and you can sit out there, oh, yeah. it's fantastic. That's yeah. great for like like Marchish. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like a sun. If you can stay up there like till like a Monday, it's like Sunday night, a sunny Sunday afternoon on that deck in March Money. is the best. Yeah. It's one of the best spots in Vermont. All right. So where's this? Where's the soul of Killington? The Wobbly Barn. Look out! Look out! The wo- Wobbly for Happy Hour for Opry. Don't you think or not? Or wild or pickle barrel? Look, lookout probably because that's where every, that's like, lookout? that's the first stop really off the mountain too. Lookout, we'd see a lot of the same people. Yeah. It's kind of a local thing. Um, Again, lookout, I, Sushi you know, Yoshi. Our spot from Killington was Sushi yeah, I Yoshi. Can't see, I see. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't get behind Sushi Yoshi I, just because his name is Sushi Yoshi. There's. It can't How about the Umbrella Bar? The problem is everybody hits the Umbrella Bar before going. The umbrella bar, if it would stay open longer, would be perfect. Really. That would be the that would be the yeah. soul. That would be the heart. The umbrella bar in Park City is kind of dope. Do we get to that? Did, I don't think what? we got to that. On the Canyons Village side. No, see, we're staying in the Park City side. We need to get back from Canyons to Park City. The Peruvian would be like that. Would be like a good soulful kind of place. That's an Alta, though. Oh in yes. Alta. There's not much in Alta. Molly, what was it? Molly Greens at Brighton. I've never been to Brighton. I think these are like i don't know well anyway, I, I po- listen i posed the question on on instagram uh where what you know wh- where's where's the soul of your mountain drink 
Hmm. How so about um? By all means, at all about oh. Ray, please make a comment. Tired yeah. of yourself. <laughs> Everybody's gonna have their 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 favorite. I, it'd be interesting to see, right? I like I, I'd love it. And what I want to do ultimately, and what I what I said in the post was, I'd like to actually put make a blog post out of it. I'd like to make a soul map. Yeah, make a, a, nice a soul map. of yeah. a soul of opera skiing. Hmm. Yeah, because I think you're right. Every every mountain should have the one more mojo-ish popular kind of one right right i feel and i feel like like you know like stratton like grizzlies but but i also think the green door is an underrated you know soul of the mountain kind of place is that the wonton uh tuna nachos place that is the fire tower that's fire actually tower. a friend of mine that place is awesome the fire um, tower i've been different, thinking about different that. vibe yeah but uh definitely the food there the the appetizers that they serve are great and he does a great job his bartenders do it uh mike and giovanna do an awesome job with cocktails yeah i think the whole the whole soul concept is it's a bit tricky depending on um on the mountain you know i guess yeah, if it's a really big mountain it's tough too because like you know your like, soul can almost get cluttered to a point where you hate your soul <laughs> and that's not good because again okimo like you mentioned tom's like that's the perfect size mountain and it has the perfect place right there. Yeah. Because Akimo is a it's it's a definitely a family mountain. Oh, absolutely. so a lot of people probably just grab their kids and just go home after they're there. Right. While, Which is uh, funny because I, I mean I guess Tom's is a, is a it can be a family spot, it's a, but it's, it's not, a restaurant. Yeah, it's so not really, I would Mount, Mountain Creek, the Georgian. <laughs> What's that? Shoes, the Georgian. <laughs> I don't know if it's changed, but well, it's like you know Mount Snow. You have the. Uh, uh, last chair. I love the last chair. That's a great spot. Great yeah. food in that whole kids yeah. section too. So yeah. you can dump the kids off in the little play yeah, area. One of my favorite places. That's, That's definitely the soul coming spot. in yeah. on like a Friday. Everybody used to hit there. Barbecue chicken pizza. Come Delicious. Yeah, That's the place. So that's the place we go. Like we, we operate at the mountain, but then go to, we don't, we don't go back. Like you don't change. You just go right to last year because if you don't, if you go home, and then go back to last year, you're never getting in. Three hour wait. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go, if you at least go from operate to last year, you've got a chance of maybe only an hour wait. And yeah. in which case the kids can, you know, you can basically remortgage your house to pay for the kids to play in the, <laughs> arcade. the game room. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That That's the problem with snow is there's just not enough to do. Like there's not enough places to go out to. There's, there's, there's enough though. Like, like the, I mean, um, actually Mount Snow has D bags too. No, where's that? Dover Bar and Grill. Oh yeah, that what they call it. Yeah, deep bags. It's awesome. <laughs> so that makes sense. That, that's actually Dover pretty Bar soulful. That's, I mean, that's I will good. say. I think I want to say like tap beers are maybe three or four dollars, and really? it's not like you're not drinking not PBR like zero gravity kind of stuff. Is that that place the saloon? That is that still there or did that change? Because I was a little bit further down. It was almost like in a shopping center. There's like a radio station in there. And there was a, a bar called the Saloon, and it was tiny. There was maybe six tables know. and a big bar. I don't know. I know oh, the saloon. I know the uh, Dover Forge is there, and then Dover one, Forge. Yeah, one yes. more time is right next to it. One more both time. Are, both are good. I like both of those. Mm-hmm. I love Last Chair. There's D bags. There's <laughs> there's TCs, which I have not gone. Oh, to. Saloon! I remember that. Remember Brian? Saloon went there yeah. a couple times. Oh, I know it's Saloon. I uh, Saloon is still there. Yeah, is. Saloon is still there. That's yeah. a cool little spot. Yeah, it's pretty been. good. Yeah, it's yeah. again, it's tiny. Oh, we, we it's got, tiny. Yeah, we try to hit the snow barn at least once, which is. Uh, I mean, the I, snow I try, barn. I try to rock my hoodie. 
We've gotten oh, kicked out of snow barn before. I tried to rock my hoodie and my flap rim. The stories we have from the snow barn. Oh, we had a dude that got punched in the neck. No, he punched a guy in the neck. We had a we had a buddy who got who punched a guy in the neck and got thrown out, and a girl who was allegedly not man- manually manipulating a gentleman on the dance floor. And she didn't get thrown out. I thrown out, not her. <laughs> and then she manually manipulated another person. And then another what, dude. What happens at the snow barn stays <laughs> at the snow barn. That's right. And then we're, the, uh, we're there for like their uh, 80s night and they had this band playing and it was a great time. And we had like, that was a lot of I've fun. I've never seen that place so packed. Yeah. We had a friend who was so drunk. She got thrown out. And uh, one of our housemates won a snowboard. One of our housemates won a snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Andrea got the notification on Facebook. That was four years ago. That, remember wow. that picture of all of us at the station tap room? Yeah. It was like me, you, Andrea, Bob, Sarah. That Julia, I love the pool Jody. wheel too about snow. Like See, that, that yeah, was only nice. there the one year, the, the last year we had just a house up there and it was always so packed you couldn't even get in. Yeah, it's it's tough. I will tell you this though, like there's you go like on a Monday their, their Tuesday. bloodies are phenomenal. Huh. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're great lunch. Hmm. <laughs> Eat the garnish. It's, you know, it fills you up for the afternoon. <laughs> if the garnish is bacon. Yeah. And I have a side of garnish. Yeah, that that place, um, bacon garnish. I, that's that's also like like uh, one of our favorite places that we love at Killington is the uh, you know, the uh, the top. How's it called again? Oh, the Peak. The Peak Lodge. Yeah, it's Peak's so great. great. It's you just beautiful. can't get in. You can't get in on the weekends. Oh, I'm sure. It's just a mob scene, and that's they have the they have a thing too where like, you don't have to be skiing. You can buy a lift ticket just right. to go up. And just the like, problem is they don't seat people, so it's like it's so uncomfortable because people are stalking you while you're eating because that's, that's the only way you get. So people huh? just linger too. They linger there, non-skiers linger on a table for like three it's hours, annoying. just sitting there. Um, yeah. what's the Wi-Fi password? Why don't you go to your goddamn shitty condo in Mountain <laughs> Green and go <laughs> tap into the, the Wi-Fi down there? So, how do you really feel, Brian? I need some, I need my goddamn turkey and bacon wrap. With a side of macaroni well, salad. Well, that's like at, at Tom's at Tom's loft. You get that. Here's a great story. Of Tom, I don't know if you ever met him, but he's he's nuts. And yeah, it said like the sign says like warm beer, crappy food, and grumpy owner. <laughs> and I would say the food is phenomenal. Hmm. Actually, I think the food is the food is really really good. The beer selection is, is also phenomenal. But Tom is definitely Tom can be grumpy, but I but I think he's great and everybody loves him. And mm-hmm. so there's this high, you know, this this high roller in there, and his you know his fiance, and she's got a big rock on her finger and whatever. And and uh, this was like early in the season, I guess. Tom's staff wasn't there, and, and uh, <laughs> he goes, guy goes to order. He's like, um, what's in the chicken salad? Tom goes. <laughs> Turkey. What the fuck do you think is in a chicken salad? <laughs> that's like that's a perfect that's, answer. That's him to like that's him to the T. And I'm not I'm not like I, I I mean I talked to him last year for about three hours and I was like <laughs> I think my wife was more mortified and I was I was like this is phenomenal. This, this guy is, is my hero. That's great. Like it's funny. He's he's actually he's from here. He's from down by where we live. Oh and, really? Like, he used to surf in this area. Oh, nice! And somehow or another, like he ended up up there. But yeah, he's uh, he's from this area. Wow! So, but I mean, bada bang, witness protection kind of thing. (laughs) But no, that's cool. To bring it full circle, I think Okimo. You know, I didn't think Okimo's food and beverage scene could get better. Um, I left this weekend knowing that it is better. 
Nice. And I mean, they're like the Jackson Gore, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, the Coleman Brook Tavern, the dinner there we had was, was really, really good. The food, uh, the food that we had for lunch at Epic, really, really good. I know they have like snow cat dinners that you could take to Epic, which is oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, so I, I like if you know if you're down to you know so just the the skiing is fun. It's you know it's a good family place. They have like a kids' night out program that you know the kids can go and watch a movie and they get dinner and everything, and the parents can go. That I'm telling you, it's it's 100 worth it. I really, I I've never had a bad time there, and I really believe that this was the best time I've had there. Nice, so, oh, that's good. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and while I was there, and this is something that uh, knew that I've been wanting to tell you guys is that we're a custom ski company. We're partnering with um, a custom ski company called Facet Skis to do custom shot skis. Oh, yes. F A C E T or F A C E T facet skis guys are great, great guys. Uh, they're, they're starting to make a name for themselves in the custom ski industry. Their skis look pretty dope. And, and, uh, I saw that they had made a shot ski and I'm like, you know what, let's do it. So we're, uh, we should have, those should be coming out hopefully within the, within the first week of the new year. And, on your website to order? Acid skis. Yeah, nice. on the website to order. Yep. So we'll have nice. those. And it should be, you know, I mean, what's better than a shot ski, really? <coughs> you I know what's better than a shot ski? A custom shot ski. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And our, our the picture that we have on it's going to be pretty sweet. So. Oh, I see the uh, putting together finishing touches on some epic shot skis. There you go. That one's, the, those are not mine, but. Uh, yeah, I guess they're yeah, making so a whole be, little yeah, one. Right oh, that's there. awesome. Are they going to have a, Gal- a Galanda Kwafsky? We should have a Galanda Kwafsky. Oh, that would be nice. Right? Yeah. Custom made. Innovative. But yeah, so there were, yeah, we're, uh, so anyway, the reason I bring him up is because they, they actually ski their home mountain is Okimo. So I actually got to ski with those guys. Uh, well, uh, the one of them over the weekend, uh, one guy, Tom, and pretty ripping skier and, schemes you know he was skiing his, his skis and they they seem pretty awesome nice so very cool um good people to work with and then um there's these dudes speaking of finding the soul so uh it's interesting how things kind of work out so as in my quest to find the soul of opera ski i happen to meet these guys these college students from st michael's in vermont and they uh, they're on Instagram at the Box Boys Ski. And what they did was they bought they bought a, a, a basically a party bus. They bought a, a <laughs> bought a bus, and they are converting it into like basically a tiny house. Nice called the Box, and they're taking it all over the country. Uh, they're going out west, starting I think after right after Christmas. And they're going to ski places, so they're 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 ultimately They've going. They've got a Kickstarter. They do have a Kickstarter, which is uh, what I want to tell you guys about. They have a Kickstarter that they're looking to raise some money so they can at least put some gas in their car, and maybe eat. But uh, <laughs> they nice. Yeah, so they're sponsored their adventure. West, they're they're going to places like Red Mountain, uh, Grand Targhee oh, places. Nice. So what they're doing is they're actually filming a video. They're making a movie. Find the soul called, called Finding the Soul. Oh, nice. And they're trying to 
focus on ski resorts that are are homey, that are mom and pop, that 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 have not been that are not have not been veiled or KSL aspened um, in any way. Right. I was actually sorry, a Grand Targi story. I was like the ultimate mom and pop ski resort. Yeah, I mean, well, we're going to talk about this week. We like had too many stories, so we're like, we'll talk about it next well, week. Well, they're so they're headed there. But anyway, the reason I bring them up is that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be kind of you know bringing them on as kind of brand ambassadors for for all about Opre, and you know they're gonna um, you know be rocking some of the gear in in the movie. And, oh, nice! Yeah, so it's very nice. Cool. And my hope is that I, if our schedules work out, that I can get up there and ski with them for the film, and you know maybe do a little opera ski segment with these guys for the video. That's 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 our hope. Um, I just I'm hoping that my 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 schedule. You know, I I do have a I do have a day job. <laughs> so, for now yeah for now i'm for hoping now. i can get up there and, and actually ski with these guys a little bit and like i said do an operate segment and but like like you had brought up they are on kickstarter and they're looking to raise some cash so they can actually put some gas in their in their party man very cool that's awesome yeah so instagram.com slash the box boy ski yep box boys i actually have a blog post about them on my site too at at all about operate ski so you can find them there as well Nice. I have to scroll a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah, and they're you know what? If you get in there now, they only got uh, three hundred and forty-three followers. So, you know, every follower they get counts. So, I'm gonna put us. Oh, I gotta sign in. I don't know our password. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. follow them eventually. I didn't even need to do Instagram <laughs> on the internet. Neither did I. I thought it was on your phone. Well, they changed it recently. Now you can get it. I'm on. What's their? Uh... I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't like when I was in college. I wasn't thinking about building a, a tiny house in a van. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about like you know where I was drinking on a Thursday night. Yeah, I was thinking about among other things. Yeah, well, I was thinking about as my the lenses on my goggles are high intensity pink. That's what I was thinking are about. Are they really hot pink? High, high intensity. Pink. Oh, high intensity. Sorry. <laughs> um, they actually. Uh... <laughs> I'm a father now. I can't be talking like that. Uh... <laughs> Yes, the lenses are high intensity pink. Are they really? Yeah. Because again, when you ski in the east, you may never get a lot of sun. So I'm unboxing my goggles right now. Unboxing. That's why there's so much noise. Like parody crating. Oh, I love the smell of Chinese factory in the morning. It's like it's like you know opening up a new can of tennis balls. It's like victory. Does it smell like China? It smells like victory. Look at that. Look at that. How intense. Wow. How high and intense is that pinkness? That is high and intense. Look at that. That is pink. Mr. Pink. Mr. Why do I be Mr. Pink? <laughs> Holy shit. Look at that. Woo. Those Boom. things look big. You're going to be a one pink and purple motherfucker coming down that mountain. I'm ready. Let's do this. Those are... Wow. I like that. It was like a Let's large, a wide angle, a lot of uh, large uh, viewing area. Yeah. With these goggles. Yeah. This is nice. These are the. Uh, are they gonna fit in your helmet? Fall lines, I believe. The fall line snow. Yeah, Oakley's not sponsoring me, so I really don't know why I'm advertising for them for free. Because the other thing I order from them is taking goddamn forever to come. I um I actually rocked some Oakley gear this weekend. I have to say their their ski gear is. Very underrated. 
I'm not, and I'm not talking about their goggles. I always thought their goggles were phenomenal. I think they, they do a great job with their lenses, but their actual ski gear. I wear a pair of Oakley pants like like I last couple of years, and love I love them. them. Yeah, uh, They're ph- phenomenal. And I, I wore an Oakley jacket this weekend that I thought was great. Make They make really quality ski gear, believe it or not. They make really good stuff. Yeah, I had a, an Oakley jacket before, and I, I, it was great. Yeah. yeah. So, custom shot skis, potential movie cameo. Nice. Big things are happening. Big things. We're, we're moving, shaking. I'm Big things think, are happening. What else? Oh, we brought it. We uh, we got brought on a couple other brand ambassadors. Uh, we got the main DJ at the Green Door Pub and at other you know plays at Stratton. To, uh, excuse me, Grizzlies. We got the the main musician at the Red Lion at Vale, which is oh, the Vale Red Lion. The Red Lion. Yeah. Mario just was just there this past yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario. I'm sure you had a few cocktails at the Red Lion. Oh, many. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I'm um, super excited about, we brought on a uh, former Olympian, uh, Shannon Barca, as a brand ambassador. So oh, nice. Kind of, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Was she, she the one at the uh, Utah Ski Utah She event? was. Yes. She okay. was. So she's, uh, you know, she's going to, she's going to wear some of our, our gear and. Very cool. And uh, yeah. Getting know, the word out. Getting there. Trying. Oh, yeah. We're moving, shaking, doing some things. I, her, right? I, that would be her. Yeah. yeah. I can't do that, by the way. Sure I, cannot, can. uh, I can't do a pistol. My wife can do that. My I can't do it. What a pistol? Like a pistol squat? Oh. I think if I did a pistol squat, I'd end up with <laughs> traction. You need help getting up? Yeah. <laughs> I know I would need a stretcher. <laughs> yeah, she's a badass. Yeah. Yeah, she was really really cool to talk to too. So very cool. What going on, man? Nice. I, I can't believe I didn't make that friggin' top twenty-five uh, ski gear next year. Next, next, there's always next year. We got to write to them. What you got to do is you got to, you know, flood them with fan mail. I, you know, I may have to send them that pint glass shirt. That's the move. Yeah, yeah. that is the move. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way that dog with the little. <laughs> With the little uh, jacket on, should have been. He is a really cute dog. I mean, he's a cute dog, but what's the what's the relevance to ski? I would have rather uh, have seen your custom shot ski there. Coat, king surf and turf coat. What does that mean? I don't know. No one knows what it means. Some sort of vest. Provocative. Yeah. Gets the people going. Yeah. People love dogs. Everybody loves dogs. You see dogs. Saint Bernard. That's why we have the Saint Bernard. See. If you want more information, uh, we'll have all the information that Rich just talked about on the show notes. SkiBumpPodcast.com. It will be there, and uh, if they you want to reach out to Rich, allaboutapreski.com. Allaboutapreski.com. And all about Apre. All about on Twitter, at All About Apre on Instagram. We have the All About Apre Ski page on Facebook, and I'd be damned if I know what the hell my Pinterest is. Yeah, that's all you have. <laughs> You're not going on Pinterest, let's be um, honest. I tried, I tried, but I, I don't know. I really don't know. We try to. And again, I try on SoundCloud as well. I could but, tell you. you know. I don't even know what SoundCloud Pinterest we're actually pretty good at, I got to say. We usually do almost every week. Pinterest. Yeah. Pinterest. SoundCloud is, uh, I mean, it's it's mostly for like musicians. They want to put like music they created out there. Oh, um, we're, we're all, all about opera on, on Pinterest. That makes so much sense. Looks like, like I've been, looks like I've been uh, pretty active on Pinterest lately. Consistency is important. Who knows? There you go. Huh. Wow. I like that. Look at that. Who knew? Pinterest. Pinterest. Who knew? I'm pinning. Pin it up. He's pinning. <laughs> I put this on my wall. Under yes. the ropes. First story this week. Now, we've talked about Bitcoin a lot over the life of this podcast. Oh, it's about 1700 right now. That's a beautiful thing. Um, 
So there's a story this past week. The Bulgarian government is sitting on over $3 billion in Bitcoin. So they recently uh, seized some, some Bitcoin from a, uh, I believe someone who was selling illegal drugs or something. And it turns out they now have 213,000 Bitcoin that were seized. And this amount, I think it's roughly, what's the, what's the percentage of the government's uh, net worth? <laughs> I think the I think it was like twenty percent of the entire government's you know net worth one sixth wow. of their value or something. So it's absolutely crazy. And now they're trying to figure out what to do with it. So hopefully the Bulgarian government decides they're going to find a way to keep it. I'm sure. Uh, well, you know what? The U.S. government seized a bunch of Bitcoin during the whole Silk Road thing back in like 2011, 2012, yeah. and they sold it off. They auctioned it in 2014. And if they would have held it, it would have been worth like 15 times what it was worth back then. So pay off the debt, right? You know what? Bulgaria, if they keep on, if, you know, if they embrace this, they could um, perhaps become a, uh, a, a Bitcoin stronghold, you know, get some investors in there, get some, uh, some entrepreneurs and, and build out the industry. Because, you know, a lot of countries are, are, are starting to, to look to embrace this. Venezuela is one of the big ones right now. Oh, well, Venezuela is in. You know it's going to be a good <laughs> yeah. Boulevard. It's going to be huge. Well, the problem is all their their dollars worth nothing. Yeah. The boulevard. So people are cha- taking all their boulevards and putting them into Bitcoin and actually and saving. So was their that f- like a half a Bitcoin? It depends on much when they got in, but they're uh, they're <laughs> like saving their family fortunes by turning it into Bitcoin instead of leaving it in the boulevard. I, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the pr- this whole process of Bitcoin. Yeah, I I, I don't fully understand it. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it, the more you kind of read about it, the more you, the less you understand about it. It's like quantum physics. Oh well, that's interesting because I've read little of it and I still can't figure out what. Yeah. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's some. Uh, it's all crazy. the value you place on something that you can't see or touch. That's really it's. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. That is not. It's kind of like a religion. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> once, once you dip Bitcoin into Bitcoin religion, or it starts getting, it, 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 it's one of those things that you almost like don't understand, don't understand, don't understand. Then they kind of get it. It's like the Matrix, you know. Like in the first, you're like, what does he do? And then all of a sudden, what's well, the same thing about like stocks and bonds? Like, but you you hope behind the scenes there's something real, but is there? Well, you just play the around dollar. with the stocks. We yeah. have pictures of dead guys on paper, and we attach all this value to it. But why does it have value? Because we believe the right, government. So why does Bitcoin it. have value? Just out of curiosity. The best thing, well, this, the not that I think our paper is worth anything. The, the, it's a promissory note on paper. Bitcoin right now. is that there is a thick <laughs> supply of it. There will only be twenty-one million ever. Um, it is a it's decentralized, so there's no sort of central government mandating it, and it's completely censorship resistant. So. You know, a lot of times you hear about these people who like, oh, oh, my PayPal was shut down because, you know, the the government issued a warning and the banks blocked all my access. to So money. how do you get Bitcoin? You like, you go to a Bitcoin broker, right? Get it through. Well, Coinbase is the easiest way to get it, which is set up like kind of like a regular bank, Coinbase.com, and you you know tie your bank account to it, and you can transfer U.S. dollars into to Bitcoin, or you can just get an app on your phone and find someone who has it and have them send you some. Or there's actually Bitcoin ATMs that you can go and put in U.S. dollars and have Bitcoin come out onto a, it's funny, it's almost like a receipt with a QR code that is attached to the... And then and, um, it appreciates? Um, it has been. 
It's like a um, stock or any other currency, so it goes it, up and down. It's a currency. Sort of mutual it's, fund. It's a currency, really. It's currency, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not walking into a store and handing somebody Bitcoin. Some places do accept it. Really? Yeah. And you no, got to pay off your mobile more, device. It's becoming more of a store of value, like like gold or like a commodity, than it is more of a currency. Right. That's what I kind of figured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And then there are other coins that are created off of that that are using Bitcoin to start their coin. It's like the whole. It's a whole network. Forks that have happened because of it. Yeah, Litecoin, Ethereum. Yeah, it's. Yeah, Litecoin went up too now. Yeah, but it's a it's a fascinating world if you deep if you delve into it. Fascinating. Yeah. So speaking about a fascinating world, there's a strip club from the Sopranos is closing for alleged criminal activity. Oh. I don't understand why anybody's surprised by this. Really. Oh. I'm surprised it took this long. But <laughs> it's the only part. That's the only surprising part, really. Yeah. What are you, what are you gonna, I mean, what are they going to say next? Like Satriales is sudden shutting down too, or? Yeah. Oh, no. Don't even. Oh, say that. Come on. Spot pizza. <laughs> Patterson. So the bada bing in the show, which is really the uh, satin dolls, right? Yep. Yeah. In uh, is that Hackensack? I think it's in Hackensack. Right there on seventeen. Yeah, I don't know what what town that is considered there. Seventeen and eight, eighties, right there. Like it's yeah, it's right parallel to eighty. So they're getting closed down, um, and they're saying, according to the statement of uh, the the New Jersey Attorney General, the Gogo Bar's owners have been under investigation for the past six, six years for allegedly failing to account for large uh, amounts of cash flowing in and out of the business. <laughs> allegedly. I love so it. So they're basically saying that they're laundering money or whatever. Um, and they're also saying that uh, one of the owners, Anthony Cardinale, uh, uh, who's a convicted racketeer with ties to organized cr- crime, is also running the club behind the scenes. Um, and, and they're saying that, you know, he's not allowed to do that and, so they're actually saying um, they must end their dancing by December 17th and either sell or trade their liquor licenses early next year, which That's in Sunday. New Jersey. It is Sunday. Yeah. So Sunday. This, you better run out. There's going to be traffic. You better <laughs> ride. On, baby. One more time. One more time. Uh, but yeah, in Jersey, um, <laughs> <laughs> liquor licenses go in Jersey for like what? hundred two hundred grand? Dance like so bill? free. Like a lot of money, yeah. Like yeah. a mill. I mean, it's crazy. So, uh, yeah. So, it's been the go-go destination for the fans of the Sopranos for years, and you better get out there if you want a piece of history. Kind of heartbreaking, really. It is. Devastating. I always sure had comfort in knowing that the Satin Dolls was there for me <laughs> if I needed it. I'm sure it That's the club that Chris sat on the dog, right? <laughs> was it? You <laughs> passed out and killed the dog? That was at their house. When Christopher, they, when he, you sat on my dog. Was that at the house or was that at the club? That was at their house. <laughs> That's where, um, what's his name? Ralphie beat the crap out of that one girl. Oh, yeah, he, like, yeah. slammed her head into the, uh, the guardrail. Yeah, I can't even, I don't even want to repeat the lines that I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, Tony uh, beat the crap out of the guy because he couldn't answer the phone right and kept hanging up on people. <laughs> <laughs> Just beat him with the phone. I like when uh, <laughs> the phone beating. What's uh? Who was the real fat guy? Um, oh, pussy. Bobby. Not not big pussy. Uh, Bob. Yeah. Uh, Bacala. Bobby Bacala. Yeah. Bacala. Bo- yeah. Tony meets Bobby in like a parking lot. And he pulls up and he gets out of the car. And Bobby gets out of the car and Tony goes, "I think it's time for you to seriously start considering salad." <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, Tony is like fat himself. I know. <laughs> he just passed out from the gabagool. Looking at the gabagool. <laughs> 
Uh, is there anything better than Gabagol? Gabagol. <laughs> well, there was the one part where uh, the one episode where uh, when Richie died in the first season, that's one of the first couple episodes, and the one girl is like, I'll never forget where I was this day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love uh, that show. Yeah, it's still so good. Great show. Yeah. All right, next up. Japan Airlines wants to see a world where Tokyo and the west coast of the U.S. are separated by just five and a half hours at supersonic speeds. So in this podcast, I think one of the things we've talked about the most outside of skiing and Bitcoin is all these plans for a different airlines having supersonic travel. Now, this one is cool because, you know, we had our buddy Kevin on a few weeks ago who did his trip to Japan and talked about just the uh, how much time it takes to get there. And um, how long like does tw- it take? For the, I think it's what? like 10 hours at for least. the West Coast? I think so. It's a long, yeah. yeah. A hop, skip, and a jump. I think I it's know? a significant, I know, well, from no. here to Hawaii is 12 hours. It's a long so if some, you're going, you know. We have some buddies that went uh, with the, from the ski club, they did their own trip and I think they said it was like 12 hours and then they had to land and they had to take another thing to go skiing in Japan. And they said it was yeah, from Tokyo you know, to, uh, that's crazy. Hokkaido or wherever they'd rather go skiing in Kazakhstan. It's supposed to be awesome. That's what I heard. Iran's supposed to have really awesome skiing too, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know. If, can we get in that country? We can get in. It's just, can we just get, out? get out? That's the and, problem. And what, how long would it take us to get there? Well, you know what? I think we should get Canadian citizenship first, and then it'd be really easy to get in. Oh, okay. You know, and that's pretty easy, too. Just While we're at it. I'll be tossing that idea around. Do you like hockey, eh? Sure. Yeah, sure. Oh, sorry. Here you no, go. No, I actually sure. prefer poutine, but sure. Love poutine. <laughs> Love poutine. <laughs> so this is uh, Japan Airlines. They have invested $10 million into Boom Technologies, boom. a Denver-based startup. And uh, what Boom is trying to do is create this plane that would cruise at 1,450 miles per hour, which is 2.2 times the speed of sound, and accommodate 45 to 55 passengers in business class seating, which is about half of that of the retired Concorde. Hmm. And uh, JAL has options to purchase as many as 20 of these planes. Wow. Yeah. You have to wonder, though, is it, like at some point, is that more cost effective than running a, a buttload of you know big, big planes. planes yeah well that's like uh, i guess that's that's what i guess they're trying to, to wrestle with is is can they find a way to make that justifiable right with these smaller planes that are going so much faster instead of having you know, the, the big planes with twice as many people taking yeah. twice as long to get there i guess part of the problem with the concord was like the service the service of it the repeated explosions the, the uh, crashing into a brick wall. That, that was not going to sell many tickets. No. Yeah. Uh, no, but they had problems like keeping up with the upkeep on it. And then you had all these people buying tickets and you had to sell out a whole flight and tickets were like 10 grand each. Here they could probably charge you 10 grand for each and it's probably with a whole crew of them. They, they could probably last a lot longer. I don't know. Yeah, so right now it says uh, San Francisco to Tokyo is about 11 hours. They would cut that in half. That's ridiculous. Yeah. How about a Hyperloop? Which again, if you uh, you know, if you want to do one of these if Japanese ski trips, pal, you got to suck it up. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, how often? Like, how many times would you do that? You no, know, that's it's, like it's a something that's like worth, a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Yeah. But that would be like taking a flight out west. Be like going to Vancouver. Same amount of time, right? Yeah. It's not a bad move. So. 
yeah, we'll keep uh, our eyes open on this and see if this actually comes to fruition. All over it. Because again, so many of these airlines are saying, oh, by like 2020, we're going to have these supersonic flights. You can get over to, you know, Switzerland, right. Vermont, Austria. How much is going to cost me though? In three hours, you know, like. So, yeah, if you're Bulgaria right now, you invest in these guys and you become the, the leader in that market. It's true. That's the move. Take your, your Bitcoin. Boutique airlines. Whatever Bulgarian Bitcoin. Brand right now for Bitcoin. That's right. Blockade. Bulgarian Bitcoin blockade. How about that? That's right. Three Bs. <laughs> <laughs> the killer Bs. Make Bulgaria great again. <laughs> <laughs> was Bulgaria ever truly great? Hey, was it not? I was, was it, they I got know. the Balkans, right? Uh, sh- sure. I got to look up Ski Bulgaria now. Ski Bulgaria. Um, great group of people over at Ski Bulgaria. They're, oh. probably, they're like salt of the earth. Definitely. Bulgarian Ski Resort. There you yes. go. They have, uh, they have skiing in Bulgaria. Look at that. $600 flight. Let's go, guys. Not bad at all. Boom. I heard the opera in Bulgaria is ridiculous. Is it like the uh, stone hard? Is it like right. Euro trip where you're like, oh yeah, 13 cents. <laughs> oh, I live right. in like ballers, yeah. like private club, <laughs> campaign. Uh, that, that'd be a good trip. Bulgariaski.com, folks. There it is. That's uh, it. Ski in Bulgaria. That's the one cool thing. Right. I never realized how much skiing there is out there in the world. Uh, cool. Everywhere you go. Yes. Alabama. Yes. What's up? Alabama. Hey, I ski Carolina for in North Carolina like last week really yeah nice. He's dumping i just keep carolina uh, yeah powder day in north carolina went to uh was it sugar and hawk's nest and all those <laughs> they were pretty small but small hey, but distinguished i heard uh beach mountain is the highest lift served elevation in the east yes i've done beach have Ski you beach. yeah i went to school at app state so i skied all those areas right there I heard beach seems kind of cool. Yeah, like you know, what? A, as a brewery. Yeah, that whole place has changed since I went to college there. They oh. didn't have breweries when I went up there. All right, yeah. So <laughs> they have actually a brewery on the mountain. Really? And supposedly, nice. do they have some sort of village or like some Faustian faux Austrian village? Faustian. Um, I'm not sure. They they've done supposedly that whole Boone, North Carolina, has just boomed up. Uh, blowing rocks right near it and banner elk they're like all the uh the new the little Ski- towns there skiing in the tar hill state yeah it's weird but it's in the it's smoke mountains i guess it's uh pretty high up yeah so got snow so might as well ski on it that's i mean <laughs> no words uttered were ever more true <laughs> have mountain we'll ski yeah all right, Mario, right. finish this off with this. Uh... <laughs> Round this up. So if uh, anyone out there that's listening to us doesn't know already, we watch Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah, this is probably the third thing we've mentioned the most besides Bitcoin, supersonic travel, and Rick and Morty. And weed. weed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> supersonic weed. We've, uh, <laughs> weed travel. We've mentioned all the permutations, but Rick and Morty. Um, so they received the greatest ticket ever. And basically, they were going through th- Delaware with this truck that has Morty. Uh, I'm sorry, has Rick on top of it, like a, uh, I guess, a big fiberglass Rick, and it's basically a Rick car. So they have it going through the Rick toll, and it actually, yeah, and it didn't pay the toll. So they have a picture of it where they take the license plate, and it it is funny as hell. So it almost looks like they designed it this way, and uh, they have the picture. 
of the t- of the ticket, which is hilarious because it looks like Rick is just looking up at him. <laughs> and it's great too. They tweeted it out like the ticket, and they tweeted out like we apologize to the state of Delaware. <laughs> did I, did the, like the EC Pass not register here or what? Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're like, we forgive you, <laughs> Delaware. A, the Delaware <laughs> DOT actually responded to them. We forgive you. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's a great, it's great uh, deal. I can honestly say this might be the first time I've ever seen Rick. I've never watched this show. Oh, man. The problem is if you don't watch it, it's hard to talk about it with people that do because... It's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have any context. It's all out of like... It's really bizarre. And you know, like Mario told me about it and I'd I'd seen it was like recommended to me like 9.7 out of 10. (laughs) And I was like, I watched one episode. I'm like, I can't get into this. And then I actually put like, just put it on one afternoon and by like the second episode, I was so hooked. Yeah. And just watched the entire series. What, what is it, it on? Adult Swim. But it's on like Hulu. And I think. It's on Adult not, Swim? Yeah. Like that's the channel? Yeah. Yeah. That exists? Used to be Nickelodeon, didn't it? Or Comedy Central at night or something. Oh, wow. Used to switch or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. It's a cartoon, but it's like just, uh, it's, you know, it's like, you know, you had The Simpsons. And then you had South Park and then you had like family guy. Like it's just these animated shows kind of taking it to next levels. Right. And, uh, it's actually (laughs) super clever and thought provoking and interesting and fun and And weird and crude and fun. And yeah, yeah. it's just a, it's one of those, like you can't even explain to somebody like how funny it was. Like you remember that part where the balls were going through time to try to beat his ass. Like you just can't, you're like, I, I, I sound like a you're crazy raving idiot. Yeah. 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 So if, if you watch the episodes, you'd be like, Oh yeah, I remember that. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> they found him through time and they beat his ass. And, oh, that was, that so was if you funny. ever were like, you know what? I need a new show. I want something ridiculous. It's funny. I actually happened so to me good. last night. Did it? I started watching Smilf. Smilf. Yeah. Is it like like it's hot on, Smurfs it's on Showtime. Really? Showtime. Showtime. Single mom, I'd like to. All right. Yeah. Focus on. Yeah, focus on. <laughs> it's actually highly amusing. Hmm. Yeah, wow. it's. I mean, I don't know if I could compare it to Rick and Morty, but I watched two episodes in one night. I was very entertained. Nice. It's yeah, a new show. I think it is new. It's okay. new to this year. Yeah. Yeah. Rosie's on it. Uh, the Riveter. Played, yeah, Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> it's set in Boston, so that's just automatically cool because they just talk. They just talk in a fun way. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody's hardcore and or hardcore, hardcore. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Smilf. So I was like, oh, let's try this show. Oh wow, it's pretty freaking funny. Nice. Yeah, like that Smilf. What do you think, Smilf. Mario? Is it good? Smilf it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. It. I'm gonna have to watch it. It's we amusing. Went to, went to the parking lot. She started smurfing me. No smurfing way. No smurfing way. <laughs> Series, let's see the previews. Yeah, this looks promising. Maybe watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give this a shot. Then watching Rick and Morty, I'll tell you. Yeah, now Rick and Morty is pretty funny, and it's one of those things that's just so bizarre. You're like, what? What? I think I have to rewatch that. You're like, is this the dumbest thing ever or the most brilliant thing? Yeah, kind of wobble. Those two. Once you pass the the first or second episode, then you're like, oh, all right, yeah, it's I get the type of humor. Elon Musk watches it. 
If Elon Musk watches it, this guy's yeah. taking around. He's yeah. sending us to the Next to Mars. Know, the Bush is going to be you know, all the people that work there. It's it's possible. It is possible. Anheuser Musk. Yeah. Anheuser. Anheuser Musk. <laughs> Just don't drink the freaking prohibition lager. Dude, it was bad. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the Bud Chilada. I knew it was going to be shitty, oh. but I had to try it once and. I'm I'm glad I know how vile it is. Like, the funny that. thing is that the I'm, I'm in the liquor store and I'm like looking for beers and the guy's like, "This is great." <laughs> and I look down. And I'm like, "It's the pre-prohibition select." I'm like, I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I don't even know this guy. And he's like, <laughs> that "Your Prius that he goes, No, this is great. This is really good. I mean, they hit a home run with this. I'm like." Stop. A home run, like really stop playing wiffle ball, bitch. And, and he's, oh. <laughs> all right. So I go grab my other couple beers and that I wanted to get, and I come back and there's an actual salesman from the store. I'm like, dude, is this stuff any good? And he's like, I don't know. People are buying a lot of it though, and then he screams over the other guy. He's like, hey, is this stuff any good? He goes, it's amazing. Some piece <laughs> of it. I'm like, all right, it's like seven fifty. Like, gotcha. I'll spring for seven fifty on a six pack, so I grab it. So we're at my buddy's house. First son, yeah, we're, yeah first six pack. We're yeah. at we're at my buddy's house, and he's you know I I drink my I had a, an awesome two roads. I had another one that was of the craft varietal, and he's looking at me. He's like, "You want to try that other beer?" And I'm, I'm like, oh, you drank it after those other ones. That's I go, which, I go, which one? He goes the Budweiser, the the Prohibition. I'm like, ah, yeah, all right, bring it up. Took like two sips. I'm like, ah, get this shit away from yeah. me. Like, get out of here. So bad. Let's give it to the high school kids. Yeah. They'll appreciate it. I love lager too. It's a shame. Yeah. You know, I've I've turned off lagers lately. I don't know. Well, I will say, um, lagers are a lot easier to chug when it comes to Galande coughing. Mm. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And, and session IPAs. <laughs> I've been pale island and uh and IPAs. I love IPAs, but sometimes too much so. I look the switchback Citra Pills is actually going down real nice. Yeah, this is phenomenal. Very pleasant. Citra Pills. What is this? It's yeasty. Does anyone not put? Does anyone put their damn ABV on these bottles anymore? It's all mystery. Why can we not find this stuff? Now you're working building a mystery. Sarah McLaughlin, 1997. <laughs> Respect. Respect. What the hell? Yeah, they're keeping it a anyway, mystery. Anyway, yeah, like no, switchback. Switchback. For some reason, they always had like the switchback. The Ale, the regular one, yeah. Right. That and then unfiltered, like yeah, unfiltered, beautiful Vermont great. beer. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's the go to Subaru of beers. The Subaru of beers. It'll get you Subaru where you beers. go. <laughs> Wait, which but one is that, that you drinking? They've now branched out and they're starting to do all this other crazy stuff. But and I don't necessarily care for all of them, but I do like the 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 citra pills. What's the green label they have? That's that. Uh, that's the hoppier one. The that's the pilsner. I'm mean, not the pill. The IPA. Um, because the blue label is the regular, like the regular yep. switchback ale. Yep. Here, hold on. They're saying it's They're a fine. five point one ABV. Five point one. That makes sense. Is that right? Yeah. This beer advocate is switchback uh, is just again. You go to Vermont, you know strong. maybe Vermont. It's not Colorado. It's not Utah. But you know what? Their beer scene is absolutely fantastic. I will say the beer scene in Vermont is better than Colorado and Utah. Way better. There's oh yeah. No question about it. Yeah. Again, I went. I went to Utah, and I'm like, well, Utah. Utah, uh, Utah actually had some. I, I actually got to experience the beer scene pretty good there. I went to Vail, and I'm like, you know, I'm wearing I'm 
you know, I'm looking around for something interesting and I'm getting like, all right, fat tire. Well, I love fat tire, but like, I can get I, that I, at home. I can get that home. Like there's too many people visiting that they want their, their own, you know, connector, by the way, is the green label, the connector. connector okay. That's what I was thinking about. And yeah. And there's a, the other, the other one, they, I think they just put a stout out. Oh, it could be wrong though. Oh no. All right. So they have the roasted red ale. Oh, it was a Porter. I'm sorry. Dooley's Porter. Yeah. So Vermont, like, you know, you're, you're pretty much your default beer is going to be long trail or switch switchback. Right. Like how fantastic yeah, is that? Yeah. Like most of the, like, most of the country, uh, you really don't have anything. Give me a switchback. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's like better than like 90% of the country's default beer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I gotta say the, um, the soul of Vermont, the soul of United States beer is in Vermont. Yes. They have, yeah, that's per capita in any other state. I like it. At least for, I tell you what, IPAs like in Vermont blow everything away too. Just IPA oh, in general. Yeah. Like it's, the capital. Like I stopped, I stopped on the way up uh, to Okemo at JJ Hapgood and they had uh, Hill Farm sale tap. Damn. Really? Yeah, I stopped to go to the bathroom. I'm like, oh. <laughs> to go? One of go? those while I go pee. Thank in you. a sippy cup? That's awesome. Yeah, in a to-go cup because I'm yeah. driving. <laughs> well, there we have it, folks. All right, anything else we want to mention? No, I think we're good. Rich, thank you for joining us oh, again. AllAboutAppray.com. man. AllAboutOperateSki.com. I'm sorry, AllAboutOperateSki.com. And AllAboutOperate on Instagram. There you Love go. Love being on the show with you guys. It's, uh, I, you know, when, when, the, when the Boston Globe said that you guys were the closest thing to that banter that exists in the car ride up, <laughs> I, I, could not, I could not think of a better description than that when, and a better compliment, quite honestly. That was, yeah, it was so very compliment. happy to add my nonsensical jargon to the, to the banter of, of, uh, of, the, of the podcast. We like to I make like a it. nonsense stew here. It's delicious and beautiful. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you have two in the car. Sometimes you have three in the car. It's just, it's nice. Yeah, yeah that's true. Absolutely. Fill up the Subaru, man. That's yeah. our, that's our, uh, our motto here. <laughs> some switchbacks in the back. Yeah. Right. So thank you guys all for listening. We really do appreciate it. Check us out. Skibumpodcast.com of all the links to all the stories we talked about. And check us out on the socials, twitter.com slash podcast, facebook.com slash podcast, instagram.com slash podcast. Why are you looking for us on SoundCloud? It's all old stuff. And Pinterest, we are the highfalutins. Thank you guys so much. We'll check you out next week. Stay high, stay falutin'. See ya.